Comics Podcast, episode 16. Volume 16. Volume 3. Volume 3, episode 16. Yes. Sweet. Are we in the 32nd week of the year? Are we on par? Close. It's in August, so 4 times 8 is 32, so kind of. Nice. But there's probably was an extra one in there. So yeah, I think, we're, off. We're, I think we're like think a we're week or two close, behind. Though, we're pretty because close. Because I think it's week 33, actually. We're going to at least get to 25. We may not make it to 26. We'll just have to cram an extra one in. Yes, that's what we'll have to do. I'm Drew. I'm Don. I'm Scott. And we're already surly because we're already arguing about the, you know, the global pandemic. <laughs> so it should be a good episode. I think I'm fine. Uh, I'm fine. We can argue more about it later. I don't want to do it on the podcast. It's all good. I decided not to go to Planet. Did you? I, I, well, that's because I was like, good guess. Well, that's because well, people guess. are talking <laughs> like flies but, on it, though. <laughs> Scotty Young's not going to be What I love is when they cancel guests, they're like, oh, they had a filming uh, conflict. Wouldn't they have known about that like six months ago? Or due to maybe, extra Maybe not. People, circumstances. see, I was kind it of... It does happen. It yes, happens. It and they're apparently filming season two and three of Picard. Okay. Well, and Which in is some why cases, a lot of Star- and a lot of the Star Trek people canceled out of Vegas last. There was yeah. a convention last yeah. week that they canceled out of. Well, so. several of the people I think they're bringing are I also from it. Europe or from different right. places outside and the U.S. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, the travel, travel restrictions. restrictions are causing headaches. But so, so I can definitely one understand of the, a lot of that. One of the ladies, I don't know her name, that she canceled like just this week yeah. Star Trek, the Star yeah. Trek yeah. and I was reading one of the Doc. threads and those people are just like they're they said the same thing you did they're like well they should honor their commitment I don't care if they are working and they're like so they should not go to a job <laughs> that they're gonna make probably ten times the amount of money on yeah, and exactly. not have to go to a COVID hotbed just so that you can come and see I don't know it. they may make more money at the convention I don't know they might but well, they're saying some stars, like I was reading an article. They get a percentage years of years again. whatever then? No. I, I just was... thought they got a flat appearance fee, but maybe that's not the no, case. They get, oh, no. They get they whatever get, they make. They, they get, get whatever, whatever they, they make. make out of that. Uh, but whatever the appearance fee is a guarantee. If they don't make that, they get that regardless. Oh, okay, right. okay. But they get to keep it. Well, them. I was reading an article a few years ago about how some of these, like, kind of stars on TV shows where they weren't maybe making a lot of money, you know, they, they would actually make more money at a convention, but yet... Going to a convention and making a bunch of money doesn't advance their career, but yet they could take less money and do, like, you know, work, like, in a show, but yet, you know, actually get right. stuff built up. So it was like a, they a were trying to balance it out. It's like, do I go make money. a bunch of cash or do I... It's probably the same with some comic artists. They can probably make more sketching than they can do in, like, interiors of a book, but which one is going to give you, advance your career more, you know? I just did I mean, yeah, almost everybody that I wanted to see canceled. As yeah. far as comic book people. Sure. And I'm like, do we really want to drive up there? I didn't even want to, like, do I want to drive up there, park, walk through a sea of people? Yeah, I know. <laughs> You know what I mean? And, and like, yeah. you know. Is Kyle still going? As far as, as, far as I know, know he's yes, still on there. Okay. And Baltimore is still there. Okay, okay. Which okay. they've got some pretty I've seen Chris stuff. dropped. I've seen Scotty dropped. What's well, so uh, funny, because. I think did, too. Yeah, Colin's out. Colin Bunn. Yeah, yeah. Colin Bunn. Well, I looked at the website. So they have, at the bottom of the website, they have like, oh, not appearing or whatever, you know? Yeah. But then on the celebrity one, they have some not appearing at the bottom, but then at the top, some of them have canceled underneath yeah, their picture. Yeah. And I'm like... Well, I think it's because of more difference? recent perspective, yeah, perhaps. Or bigger names. But the cancel is like in red, like real small behind it, under their picture. Uh, so I don't know. 
And not in, and they're still full color. Or whatever. Oh yeah, still full color. Oh. Just where it says like what they were in, it also says a red. Cancels. Wow. Yeah, but a wrestler dude canceled that lawless guy. Yeah, there were several I think that canceled. Wrestlers can't get COVID, aren't they immune? <laughs> Jesus, did you want to start this? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Know. I just thought they were immune. I don't know. But so yes, yeah, so I went to a couple. But. I went to a couple places. It's good that you went out, though, and it helped support them a little bit for a free comic book. And I did buy something at each place that I went to. This is why they didn't go anywhere, because they probably didn't buy Not a lot, but I did buy. Well, the last few times I went to a free comic book day, I would grab stuff. I wouldn't even read it. I know. I'm the same way. Oh, really? And I did grab I would a couple always of... read what now, I grabbed. This is the first time, just but sit and then I, get rid of I read this, cause I read one, this one because it's Kelly's. And then yeah. I read this one because this one was supposed to be the hot book. That everybody now it's selling for like crazy amounts of money online for a free comic book day. Yeah, and then I got the Red Room because I wanted the Red Room. That's dumb. Right. So I read that one and I read that Is one. Is it different? Yeah, it's different. Um, I may have another copy coming because I don't want I, it. Oh, you don't want it. Are you buying Red Room? Yeah. You don't want that. Isn't it a different size? No, it's the size of a friggin' comic book. Okay. Uh, if you want to give it to me, I don't care, dude. I, I might have trying to be, you're trying I might to be have dry. another <laughs> one. Of these. <laughs> Look at this. He's yeah. just like. All right, maybe I do. It's got oh, some yeah. cool color. Papers. I might have another. I might have another one of these. Can I take that? I'm not sure. I if I get another one, yeah. Okay. Actually, you could probably have this one because I think it's the first issue, and I bought the first issue. I think. Oh wow! And I just drop Red Room. I'm really not enjoying it that much. Um, if you want to take it and read it, may I? Yeah. Really? Seriously? Cool. Oh, Thank you. Yes. This you was like one of them that I was like, honestly interested in. Between this I don't want and the Star Wars ones. I you know, type things. Well, I picked the up Star Wars ones are like the older public, so I was kinda curious a little bit about those, but I picked up um, uh, a Batman one and then I picked up the King Shark one. Because I enjoyed the movie, I figured that I guess we'll, it we'll, we'll free, probably but, talk about that. I was, but right? no, um, I can talk about. It. Where, why you did not see it? But um, I haven't read those yet, and those were just grabs because it was a big so, table of stuff. And I just is that going to be? In, is that going to be three max or three per person? Right? Well, I don't know that they did that. I have no idea. Oh, really? You, uh, well, that's true. That was previous ownership, maybe that did that. Well, Wizards, when I got there, because I didn't get the right one they opened, they didn't have a lot left. Oh. Okay. And the only one that I grabbed was that one. And then he was like, were you wanting to enter the slaughterhouse or whatever? And I'm like, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's supposed to be the hot one. It's the we're killing the children or who's killing or something's killing children, like spin off. And I'm like, he's like, I put some back. He's like, if you want one, I can get you one. And Did I'm he like, know sure. you? Yeah. Was it Julian? I think so. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, he didn't know them, but they knew him. Right. No, that I, happens a lot. I know the guy's face. I just don't know his name. But it, we walked in. We walked in, and, and me and Kim walked in, and, and I guess it was Julian. And he's like, hey, it's the it's the, the top dudes from Wichita. Like me and Kim. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, I... You probably are. I mean, like, you run the con. And I'm like looking Kim around behind me. Kim going, is a writer artist, but that is. I'm book. like looking around behind me, going, "Does somebody come in behind me?" And, but anyway, he was like, "Cause I was looking over there, and he's like, is there anything out there you were looking for that's not out there?'" And I said, "Well, I was kind of looking for Red Room.'" And he's like, "Oh, those went fast." 
He goes, but if he goes, I pulled some of those back. If you want one of those, I can give you one. And I'm like, cool. sure, I'll take it. Because you're a celebrity dude. I guess yes, so. I'm a celebrity. But then uh, we went to Heroes at, or Hero Haven, and that place was packed. Really? Packed, dude. You could hardly walk around in oh, there. That's cool. Huh, yeah, well, that's good for them. And they had a huge table set up, and so like I said, I mean, I I didn't I didn't know how many we could grab, and I knew that I already had some coming. I didn't can't remember what was coming, so I just Did you grabbed. get red room there. Yeah, that's where I got yeah. red room. They'll probably pull room. red room for me, huh? They'll probably pull red room for me. Hero Haven. Okay. Because I order it from them. Okay. Well, good luck with that. They did that with Usagi last year. Like, they bought me, like, they? like they pulled the Usagi free comic book. Dude, did you see, I saw, like, a post on Facebook, the new, one of the newest Usagi issues. It's, like, in a second or a third print, and does it, it's, like, going for, like, $10, $12 or whatever. A whole $12? For a Usagi, a brand new Usagi <laughs> issue for, a, like, a second or a third print? Yeah. And... Apparently, there's like a new character appearance in it or something. Oh, good like a God. First appearance. Oh, like character. A, there's like a cousin or something. I'm like, showing up. Well, I'm like, in Usagi? I'm like, okay, People whatever. Just making sure of I know. But uh, I was actually talking about comic book prices. I was looking at um, about some old spawn. At the, it's like the gunslinger dude. Mm hmm. Like he first appeared like in 178, 179 of Spawn. Yeah. Those two issues are going for like 100 to $300. He's going to have his own series, dude. I know. That's his first appearance. His first appearance. They're Which worth like Gunslinger Spawn. Gunslinger Spawn. Where was he? His first appearance? But the, like medieval, 178, but medieval Spawn. Oh, medieval three. Spawn's been around for like, you know, 30 years. His first appearance was worth like 10 bucks. Right. I know. But, you know, and that has Angelus for Spurance too. Yeah, but that's because there it was, was probably. Dude. Ten times the amount of copies than there is of the guns. There was a song. guy at, um, there was a guy at um, the convention thing. He had a CGC of Wolverine number one, the regular series from like '89. It was a nine point eight, and he had six hundred bucks on it. Wow! And there's only what? Uh, How many nine five hundred rated are there? Five hundred thousand of <laughs> you those can look out at there. The <laughs> I know, but I'm asking Scott. How many nine point eight? I know. Look it up, Scott. There? God. He had this other one. I guess it's the first appearance of the Blue Marvel. I don't even know what the hell it is. It was like a miniseries or something. It's a Marvel book, oh. and they're speculating that he's going to be like in a Marvel movie or something. Oh, I think he's in some of the new... Uh, I think he was in the Ultimates, the new one, when they revamped it, when it they combined the 616. Might be. but his first, he was in, I just read Civil War Two, and I think he was in there. His first appearance was like in a miniseries. And this guy had a 9.8 graded copy of it, and he had $3,000 on it. Ooh. And I'm like... Did you buy it? Yes. Oh, he a, had two. That's a good investment. He had two. I bought both of them. That's a good plan. Right? He had two. Because they're five. so rare. He's got two for 3000 bucks. But I was like, I didn't even know what the hell it was. Some guy in some podunk show or something right. has two of them for 3000 That's got to be worth 3000 He only had one, and it was oh. three, and I didn't You said buy he had two. It. I was joking. But, uh, <laughs> you've completely ruined my joke I know but I'm like looking at it and I was like why is that book $3,000 and he's like oh it's the first appearance of the Blue Marvel and I'm like who's the Blue Marvel the fuck is the he's Blue like, Marvel oh they're saying. speculating that he's gonna be in a TV and I looked on I was looking on so eBay so I could probably get the I first appearance on... of Moon Knight for less than that I know he's being in a miniseries you probably could probably so but I did I looked it up on eBay and but yeah, get the going. Blue Marvel 
Dude, they're going for like two and three thousand dollars. Well, here's what you should remember. I sold my six <laughs> really? gun yes. free comic book day for like a hundred bucks. So I know. Well, I told you the one. The, I'm not the, saying that the it's... Star Wars free comic book day oh. with Savage Opress or Opress or whatever his name is. Uh, I sold that thing for like sixty bucks or something. I, I think. I'm so. not saying that it's worth that. Oh, I'm no. saying that people are paying Somebody's, that for it. So I, it's not ridiculous for him to have that price tag on it. Just no, I'm not saying it's Good ridiculous. luck at the bingo hall comic book convention in Wichita, Kansas. Somebody coming in and dropping three grand on one book. Maybe. Good luck. Yeah. You never know. It could have happened. Don almost did. I mean, people are like, yes. thinking about people it. People want to spend. They were like, you do $2,500. I was like... <laughs> I was like, do you, do you take a card? And he's like, nope, we only take cash. There's an ATM over in the corner. So, so you want me to go over, get $3,000 so worth of cash? Get a $3,000 book and I, he only took cash? No, I'm making it up. He's, that dude's getting robbed when he leaves no. the show. He took a card. Oh, okay. There were some people that didn't, so I was going to make the joke that he did it, so I had to go over to the ATM. That's right. I, and when you, I put my card, his, like, when I put my card in the ATM, it said, and I punched in three grand. It said, "F you, dirtbag! <laughs> you don't have that kind of money to spend on a comic That's book." Why you put it on a credit? Card. And I was like, "Oh!" So I went back and What's I said, your credit Dude, card "I'm limit? sorry, I don't have a credit card." I said, I'm sorry, dude, but the ATM laughed at me. I is the reason you don't have a credit card is because you buy that $3,000 piece of Blue Marvel on a whim? No. The reason I'm just kidding. that I don't have a credit card is because I have an ex-wife. <laughs> and she'd steal your account and use it? And we did not know how to handle credit cards when we when were When you say together. we, I think you mean she. Well, yeah. Okay. And so but that's nice of you to take when, that for the team. When I got... For the X team. When that thing ended... Well, guess who had to pay for the credit cards? <laughs> right. that oh, I know who had to pay When, when that thing so. ended, I said, I will never have another credit card. If I can't afford it, I don't need it. See, I love a credit card. We made Emma get a credit card. We're like, yeah, get a credit card. It's a good idea. Get you should have her do that. Oh, my that. kids have credit cards. You should have her do that Dave Ramsey thing. No, it's dumb. It's not dumb. It's totally dumb. It's the not Dave Ramsey dumb. thing is for people who don't know how to manage their money. There's nothing wrong with a credit card. There's nothing wrong with credit. There's nothing wrong with a loan. There's there is nothing wrong with a credit or loan. But if you follow the Dave Ramsey, which I don't because I'm not a millionaire. Right. So I haven't done it. Well, but Ramsey his theory probably. is, well, not his theory, what he teaches is, if you save up money and you pay cash for it and you build your cash, yeah. you have no need for credit. Yes, so who but, cares what your but credit here's the score thing. is? Here's, here's what happens, though, so if you actually cares? do it. Because so many of these credit companies, though, will give you percentage back cash backs and whatever the heck else for things that you spend. Right, it doesn't add it. No, it is worthwhile to do it's that as long as you as long as you pay it off in time. Well, here's if what you, happens. If you're okay, exactly let me ask, right let me tell you a real let world me ask you a question. Out of a hundred people, average a hundred Americans, who the hell is paying off their credit card every month? Well, I guess two at out least of two. Two out of three. Well, three out of three because you don't have them. Three out of a hundred. All right. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I realize what you're saying, that people are stupid. That's what I'm saying. That Dave Ramsey system is great for people who are bad at yeah. managing their money. Right. But if you know how to manage your money, there's nothing wrong with a credit card. Like Scott said, you get cash back, you get flying points, whatever. 
Let's I don't know that you get enough, though, to make it worthwhile. That's all I'm saying. I think I, I mean, do. Well, I mean, know? I get stuff. But I mean, it's worthwhile because it's something for nothing. That's right. As long as I'm painting and I'm but not painting. But what are you getting? I'm getting like, cash like back. one to five percent. So, so like, here, I went. I know. Okay. So, I, yes, so, so like this. So what am I missing out on? So, well, here's the thing. If I, if I have something and I've spent $1,000 on it, you know, and say that the retail price of it was $1,000 and I get 3% cash back, that is already, you know. 30 bucks. 30 bucks back. So now I've saved, you know, 30 bucks on whatever the heck else that you would pay $1,000 for. All right. Because I would I would sit there and pay the thousand dollars before paying. We have any a target type of card. We get like five percent back on that bad boy. We, yeah, we, we do use that too. Card. Yeah, we use the target card as well. But a target card is not a credit card. It's yeah, linked it to a bank account. Oh, ours that is, is a credit true. card. No, ours is bank. Ours is linked to our bank account. Ours is and that's how to we, our bank that's account. That's our credit card. Ours is a credit card. We paid off every month. Ours mm -hmm. is a direct, okay. direct, directly to our bank account. Yeah, so ours is directly to our bank account. If you swipe it, it comes out of your bank account. Really? That'd be cool. Then I don't have to pay the bill every month. Yep, exactly right. Right. Yeah, but you still so get nice. the five percent or whatever. Yeah, off. I want to do that. Yeah, you don't get cash back. They just take five percent. Yeah, five exactly. percent off. Yeah. But so, for me, I just go in. You know, I mean, heck, actually, in fact, mine is tied to my what who I do the rest of my banking for. So it's right there. I just always, you know, go okay. Yeah, I'll transfer from checking over to here. Boom, and make sure I just do it. You know, every month. You know, before any type of fees are applied. And meanwhile, I'm getting this this cash back that even then. Amazon will link into and so heck, you know, I, I spend so much on my credit card where I'm paying it off right right away that I get like a thousand dollars or more cash back in a year. Hmm. So to me, that's a thousand dollars that I've taken off of purchases I would have made anyway, and then used to go to somewhere else. That's cool. So I don't know. I, that's but, I, I agree with you. I mean, yeah. credit cards, but it, it's discipline. It yes. And I think Dave Ramsey's system is good for people who get in trouble with credit cards and then need some extra discipline, right? Right. But I don't think it's right for everybody. I mean, well, and no. his, his theory is also like, well, if you have cash, you won't spend it the same as a credit card. It's you like, won't. Actually, I spend cash. If I ever get cash, I spend that thing like it's free money, man, because I've already taken it out. I don't have to pay for it. It's like, it's already spent as far as I'm concerned. If I got cash, it's like mad money, dude. But his, that's me. his thing is, <laughs> I actually you eat out more when I have cash. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like I, I have cash, I'm like, I'm like ah, I'll go to the vending machine and get some cookies. You're, you're right. I'll do that. I got all this cash, dude. I'm like, flush. No, see, what <laughs> so it wouldn't work for me. What he's trying to say is, if, if but you're you, seeing it disappear. You see it disappear. So, versus you, with the card, you, where you don't see card it. and you swipe it, and it's like, oh, it's three hundred dollars, whatever. You don't even think about it. Yeah, because but they're not you're, actively you're looking at their account. Three hundred dollars in, in so, cash. If you're a cheap bastard like me. If you you're, like, you're three hundred dollars and you're yeah. feeding out three hundred dollars in cash for groceries, you're like, that's a lot of money. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Not buy groceries. For gas or for but you budget yourself. What he yeah, teaches is that using the cash is an easier way for people that have difficulty budgeting. budgeting. Yeah. You I know, because it, then dude. they have. When I used it, because I used the envelope system and everything. Barbara can't stand envelopes though. She's yeah. like, she's not. So I'm not saying it's bad for some is, people. This is crazy, but there's like in a couple, there's usually one Ooh, spender. Did you see Suicide Squad? I did. There's one spender and there's one saver. Yeah, and you're both spenders though. Well, but I'm more of a... We're both kind of the same, but he's like... <laughs> I mean, we both spend, but we both save. I probably no, try to save more nice. than her, 
and I spend a little bit less, but I spend... Anyway, she's like, I'm not doing envelopes. She's like, if I want to eat out, she's like, and there's, and there's no money in the eat out envelope. I'm she's out. like, I'm eating out anyway, so envelopes I'm taking don't it from matter. the electric bill envelope. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good principles. I, it's a good foundation for people to at least understand yeah, money and exactly. how it works. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I can't. Like, he's, he's so gung-ho. He's like, you sell off your car, you eat rice for three years, and you, do, you work two jobs, and you deliver pizzas, and you pay that stuff off. Which is, you know, that's I'm not going to eat ramen for three years no, <laughs> to, to pay no. off my bills. But I'm not in the situation where some of these people yeah. have, like, $500,000 in credit card debt. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay... You need to eat ramen and deliver pizza. I pizzas. tried just to declare bankruptcy and start over. Right? I don't know what I do. But I've been I'm thankful I did see that I've never squad. had to do that. So Suicide Squad, like, exactly did right. Did we talk about that? We haven't no. talked about it. I don't thought we did, had a podcast. Since. We haven't. It's so pod, last week, the we had the podcast, right afterward. and we talked about Suicide Squad coming out the next day. Right. And right. Don said it's going to be horrible. It is. And you and I said, no, I think it's going to be pretty good because right. James Gunn is doing it. I think it's going to be solid. The yeah. trailer, good. Don's like, trailer, a good buzz Don, already at that time. And Don was like, the trailer looks terrible. I'm like, it wasn't funny. Terrible. It was and I'm horrible. Like, and we're like, no, I think it's going to be pretty decent, right? Yeah. So then Thursday, is it? Oh, dude, I watched Friday it. morning, Friday Don morning. is shooting us text. This thing was awesome. It's got me. It's so great. It's the, the greatest thing ever. It's like, oh my god, it, you're it's right. Better than that. And I'm like, three fourths of the Marvel movies. No. And I'm no, like, no, no, no. I'm like, well, James Gunn I'll, is. I'm sure James Gunn did it again. And he's like, have you seen it? I was like, no. I just know that it's going to be decent because James Gunn did it. He's this, like, he did. And then Don's like, I'm watching it a second time at work. This is a bold statement. Yes. Bold. I enjoyed Suicide Squad as much. If not, maybe a little bit more than Black Widow. Hmm. Okay. I mean, it was close. I probably like Black Widow a little bit better. But I enjoyed Suicide Squad. I mean, I, I think, enjoyed, they, I think I, they were pretty close. I, I exactly right. I'd I probably give them both three and a half stars. But if I so had to rank one over the other, Black I'd probably Widow give would probably Black Widow higher. the higher ranking just because of the Marvel. Yeah. Right, because of the Honestly. Marvel brand and the whatever. But I think solid. as a movie, I think I enjoyed Suicide Squad more. Like I laughed more. I probably had more fun and enjoyed it more mm, than I, I like Black Widow. Uh, I, I felt that Black Widow, but I never. I don't know with Black Widow overall. It, it, for me personally, I think it hit pretty well. On Suicide Squad, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed a lot of it, but. Unfortunately, some of the things that he took were already done, maybe not as original, or, you know, not entirely, well, he, you know, but he was trying to establish things, though, too. I totally understand it. I mean, this is a movie called he, The Suicide Squad, he, and his first, you know, 15 minutes, he shows why, right. you know, type thing. So it's needed, but unfortunately, with his humor and everything else, it instantly reminds you of Deadpool 2 and X-Force, you know, in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. So... So, he totally exports well, Exactly right. It, so unfortunately... It, what? You know, squad X or yeah. something? So unfortunately, you know, he's <laughs> he's already, you know, kind of doing some things there. I also found, and this is just the, the things in which I didn't quite like as well, you know, type things. I, I think uh, while I love Margot Robbie as, 
you know, Harley Quinn. I found that whole little Harley Quinn side thing. Not oh, yeah, all with that. the... With when the, she kills the one guy, you yeah, know... Yeah, the and, president or and, whatever? Yeah, president and some other stuff. I mean, all that I was... was like, what the hell? What the hell was that all about, you know? I that could have gone really, away. Yeah, it could have been yeah. away. It, know, was so. her, it was her spotlight moment. That's though. right. It was her... It, exactly. They were it, trying to do some of that type of stuff. I also thought... I, I, I love the villain, though. You oh, know, yeah. Of, of Starro Star or whatever, you know, type things. But I also thought they were trying a little hard beating you over the head to show that the U.S. had some big part in it, you know, and whatever the hell else. I don't, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really, to me, was like Do a no-brainer, yeah. you know, type things. And it seemed like, da, 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 oh, my gosh, you know. No, it wasn't any big surprise. But, oh, my God, the freaking, my favorite part of that whole film, though, was probably when Peacemaker and, what, Bloodsport or whatever are going through that fucking resistance you know, oh my god, yes. you know, type things. He's like, oh my god, yeah, he's like chopping up things and they're, you know, trying to one up each other, you know, and all that's good. But then when they go and they're like, what, you're fine? Oh, yeah, this is the resistance. Oh, you know, and I'm the, like, oh my right, god, the I'm lady's just like, like, the lady's like, I don't know if I should I, laugh or what. She's like, how come my people didn't stop? You? Yeah. <laughs> like, we didn't see anybody, did you see anybody? We didn't see anybody, I didn't see anybody. Yeah, to me, that was, was like, like fantastic. The Maybe beginning, <laughs> the, the thing that he did at the beginning, where you're following the first team and they get slaughtered, and then you realize Ooh, quick note they're on the can I say something? So, you know, like, the first team gets slaughtered, and that's really cool how he, like, just wipes them out or whatever. Imagine if it was, like, the 80s, and, like, you didn't know, like, who the actors were, and you just went in blind. Would have that been the coolest thing ever? Like, these people you meet, like, get wiped out? But, like, since we knew that those weren't the main characters, because we had seen the trailers, trailer? and we kind of had read know. stuff on the internet, and we, I like... Read anything I hadn't about. really read anything. But when they start showing all these people, you're like, oh, well, they're not going to survive well i mean i don't know that i really knew what exactly was going to happen to myself and there because again, they had captain you know, boomerang in there yeah he was in for the previous one you had some big names in that perspective too i mean you know Michael where you Walker, had he was but i knew new, there was no king shark and there was no peacemaker yeah well, which were no, part of the big parts of the trailer the, but to me the trailer still, to your point the trailer was very disjointed i thought in yeah, general so geez. i don't know that i really knew what the hell was going on or what the plot i was, was a little surprised so, that they killed all those people right off the bat yeah. so i don't it see for me it didn't surprise me but I, it doesn't it wasn't really yeah that was awful <laughs> the arms yeah. just slapping that around. dude but so at the beginning so he had that happened and then you go back and you're kind of like what's going on because then you're back and he goes back and they're showing um yeah. Idris Elba yeah. in prison how he gets and then part of the team he gets part of it and they send him in and then you realize that was a distraction and so then they're coming in on the beach and you feel okay and then that happens with the resistance and you're just like man it was like boom 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 like three twist things happened like super fast but I started to roll my eyes because they're on the plane right and I haven't, and he's like, your name is TDK, what does that stand for? And he's like, what? doesn't stand for anything, it stands for me. He's like, it's just letters. <laughs> and the dude's like, all names are letters, letters, dickhead. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, all words are made up. I was like, he stole that, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, straight out of there, and I'm like, oh my god, James Gunn. I'm like, seriously, is this what we're in for? And then it took off, and I was like, okay, I can deal with that. And then there were all those little, that cameos of, like, the Guardians people, like, the 
what, what's his name? Uh, the polka dot man. Yeah. He's walking through the prison, and that one dude's like, hey, polka dot man, <laughs> my niece, I need somebody to entertain at my niece's birthday party. <laughs> Your fucking vagina or whatever, your pussy or whatever. <laughs> well, like, it's that dude. That dude was one of the dudes from uh, the Ravagers or whatever from Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. and Sean and then, Gunn is is you know brothers in it. Well, that might have been him. I, I think know, actually that might have been him. Yeah. Actually, and then Michael Rooker and he, you know, at the beginning. Yeah. And he yeah. actually voices the weasel too. But did you catch <laughs> in like the one song. bar, one of the girls that's dancing or singing is actually the. Um, Mantis, or oh, uh, Guardians as well. I like where Idris Elba got gets recruited. And she's like, "Yeah, we have someone with with a we have a team with unique skills." And they show like Peacemaker, <laughs> and he's got and she describes his skills exactly the same. He's like, he's got the exact same skills that I do. Yeah, I know. And he's like, "No, I don't. My bullets are smaller than yours. yours. They will go right through your bullet holes and not even touch the sides." <laughs> and then he gets taken out by that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. I know. And I mean, like when I'm watching the trailer and they showed that part, you know, <laughs> With the and King he's like, shark, he's like the Starro. He's like, I'm sorry, starfish is a is a slang term for butthole. Does that mean anything? Like it was dumb <laughs> as hell, like in the trailer. But after you see him, that's the way he acts. Yes. Like I kind of laughed at it. Yeah. And then the rat catcher, when she's sitting there, she's like, "What's that thing in the corner?" And he's like, "She's like, it's a, it's an overhead projector." Do, do you ever really use it? it? <laughs> no, not really. Why don't you just get rid of it? <laughs> you know, just stupid stuff I like know. that. I was just like, oh my god, he's got to They talk Sylvester Stallone into voice. I see, and I didn't even know that was him. I know. I watched it the second time. And then the trailer comes up and it says Sylvester. It said Sylvester Stallone. And I'm like, I don't remember seeing Sylvester Stallone in this movie. And I had to Google like the cast and I'm like, oh he did King Shark and then I'm watching it, I'm like, oh that's Sylvester Stallone. Stallone like I didn't know. But yeah, I know. hand. I know. And yes, that's your hand. Those little fish. I know those little fish. That was you know, I thought that was so stupid, but yet it was funny. Right. Uh. I don't know. I liked it. It was, no, it was fun. fun. Oh, it I is. It. it was great. It was fun. It was so and, good. You know, was... I, I told you it was going to be the best DC movie since The Dark Knight. <laughs> How, many times, was. How many times have we been shit on by DC? That I'm, uh, you've enjoyed true. some of them. Uh, Me and yeah. Drew have hated them. Haven't hated all of like, them. Yeah. I was just like, there's no but way. But I, I tend to be pretty... I try to find entertainment and some of the stuff too, you know. But uh, but yeah, yeah definitely. The, the Peacemaker was just—I don't know—just so great the way those two. Well, yeah, between Blissport and Peacemaker, like, the, the, any interactions between the oh, two of them was pretty good. God oh, damn, when they're oh, he he's in his tidy whiteies or whatever too. That was <laughs> like, pretty funny too. Oh, he didn't tire beach full of dicks for justice. Yeah, <laughs> that rat cat. Why would the beach be full of penises? <laughs> <laughs> like she was probably the funniest one out of all of them. She was always just like whatever. Like but, yeah, you know, I don't know. I I it enjoyed good. it. It was, it was a good fun. movie. It I was, was surprised. I was not surprised. I think that's the difference. I think that's why oh, you liked it more because you were surprised. Probably Scott so. and I, I think. It met our expectations. It, oh, it did. I honestly, did. I mean, like, I watched that trailer like two or three times, and it just looked terrible. Maybe it was because my favorite part was when uh, what's the dude from Saturday Night Live? Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. When he got killed, I was like, yay! Yeah. Because <laughs> I hate that guy. My brother. I watched it with my brother, and he was like shocked. He was like, 
they just killed Pete Davidson? <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> He's like that's surprising. Yeah, it was totally, it was totally like straight out of Deadpool two with X Force. Yeah, oh yeah. Pop up and yeah. I mean, you hit the nail on the head when you said what it was a mix of Guardians and, and, Dex- and, Deadpool. and Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, yeah and yeah, I told you that. I was like, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it was, it's a great way to break. But that still, down. you say that, and it's a DC movie, and I don't believe that they can pull it off. Well, because James Gunn is doing it, though. Right, and they gave him pretty much just. Full range. They basically said, "We don't care what the hell you do." He said, yeah. "Well, I have to be able to kill anybody." I'm like, "I'm pretty sure they said you can't kill Harley." Harley Quinn. My my understanding is, at least from some of those interviews and stuff, they they said, "No, oh, well, we prefer you not." But <laughs> if it works, you, you know, because <laughs> even she came out. She even she came out and said something to the fact that she was like, "Oh, I was. I'm reading this, and I'm just getting more angry, you know, type thing." Because she keeps seeing these people die off, and she's like. She better not fucking kill me, you know, because so, she was actually concerned, you know, that that was going to happen there. Yeah. So, but well, and then that's that whole scene with his kid, like his daughter in prison. So like, yeah. you saw a watch. Yeah. It's like next time, take a lookout. Yeah. <laughs> They're yelling at each They're other. They're yelling at each other. That's not what I expected. It wasn't the warm fuzzy, you know, type of thing. So. And then he comes back in. He's like. You tried to use my 14-year-old daughter against me? It's like, she's 16, great father of the year, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. that, that, she is, that Amanda Waller, man, she is just, because her own people are, like, looking at her going, what the fuck is she doing? You know yeah. I mean? They were, like, crazy. And I love that at the beginning when they're all, they're, they're putting bets down on the team. Yeah. <laughs> and she walks in, she's like, what's going on in here? It's like, we're not doing anything. It's just a normal day in the office. <laughs> <laughs> the other really funny part that I liked was when the monitors go out and that that one dude's like slumped over and Starro pops up and they get their feedback. There's a kaiju on the screen. <laughs> Starro's just stopping <laughs> on the city or whatever. I mean, I didn't think it would work with Starro, but it was so hilarious, was hilarious. Just watching him like move around and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty good. But um, anyway, it was I, good. It yeah. was good. It might have been just a tad long. Yeah, yeah, I think they could have trimmed some. They could have cut that it's scene similar. out with Harley. Yep. Some of or at Harley least trimmed stuff. it down. I trimmed yes. it down. I like yeah. the scene where she was killing everybody. But yeah, I, I agree and, with you. And, that was pretty good. You know, and the humor was good, too. Like, she's like, they're coming to break her <laughs> yeah. out. And well, she, comes, back up there. she comes around. <laughs> and she's like, oh, what are you guys doing? Like, we came here to rescue you. She's like, I can oh, go back in. <laughs> I can go back in? But yeah, it did seem like an overstated walk. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, I would agree, but. Most movies do these days, to be they honest. They do quite a bit, yeah. I watched the first What If. Oh, yeah, I, I liked it. watched tonight. I liked so, it, too. It was good. So I've watched both. Of, I've, I've watched, the, I watched the first one. I've watched the second one as well. Um, the first one uh, with Captain Carter, I enjoyed it. I thought it was kind of neat, you know, and things. But part of the problem that I think I had with that one is the fact that it's basically a retelling of Captain America, if it was a female which is part of the thing but you know the whole point well no i i know but (laughs) hear me out on some of this Uh, on some of this it it, it's like it's trying to even hit some of the similar type of sure it didn't vary it didn't it didn't didn't vary vary that story that's right it didn't veer enough off 
Okay. I mean, they're still jumping on the train. That's they're fair. still doing all this other sure. type of stuff. You know, finally, where it got really good was towards the end, where they finally veered off enough, yeah. and they bring in that whole freaking, you know, thing with the tentacles and whatnot. And that was, then I'm like, oh, wow, this is pretty good, you know, and, and whatever. Was but, but then it's over. Exactly right. So, but otherwise, it was hitting, like, the same exact points of a Marvel film that's probably not even in the top half of the best Marvel films, sure. you know, type things. So the second one, and I'm not going to spoil anything here, I don't think too it's much, Black Panther but Star-Lord. it is Black Panther as Star-Lord. Yeah. Now, when I heard that concept, I kind of thought, what the F are they doing? Believe it or not, I felt it worked. I much more enjoyed the second episode because they they did some things that were different. It yeah. wasn't a straight retelling of Guardians, you know, and they did some some things and they, they switched up some roles and things like that. So I felt like that one... Have you ever read a was what much if more comic? enjoyable? I had read some what if comic okay. types. Just check. I mean, I didn't mean that derogatory. No, no, no. I had read some, but I mean, golly, it was probably thirty years sure, ago. Sure. So any type of real well, details even, of it, I don't know. I, I definitely mean, can say I haven't watched read any what if stuff in the last ten years. It's been a long time since I've read a what if, but it seemed like they they would take a point and then they would veer off of yeah, it quite a bit. And like you said, the first one didn't veer too much, right? But, but I was fine with it. But I it really was, liked it, the animation. Usually, I did too. I, thought I would agree. Really done I did not well. think that I... I yeah, I And I think it animation. was nice that they used the voice actor, the, the actors, the yeah. actual voices. You know, I thought so too, except for, as my son points out, uh, was it Michael Rooker or whatever? He comes back in the second one as uh, Yondu or whatever. And uh, he's like, yeah, he's not a very good voice actor for animation. It's <laughs> just <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> But uh, but overall, I think most of them did good. And it is interesting. to, see, to It's really good to hear them in those same roles. It, it really ties it together into the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. So, Bountiful Garden is cool. It's a new book by Kelly Williams doing the artwork. Um, it's kind of... I'm sorry, I'll do these brief comic book day reviews real quick. Um, it's a cool book. I think I've ordered the first issue, at least. Um, but... <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, I pre-ordered the but first issue. I didn't pre-order it. Damn it. I don't know. Well, maybe I, I did. I think I did. I don't know. I might have. But anyway, that, his artwork in this book... It's a lot different. I get almost a Lemire vibe out of it. Yeah. I can see that. Um, and it's almost kind of like a... It's almost kind of like a Lemire, maybe Matt Kent story-ish. So there's like this... It's set like in the future in 3030. And... There's a spaceship, and the it's not like a brand new concept, but they're supposed to. There's a team, and they're supposed to go terraform like this planet, but their cryo tubes open up early, um, and so like they're ten years away from where they're supposed to be, and they're all kids. Yeah, like they're all like teenagers, but there's like an engineer and like a botanist and like you know whatever. But they're freaking out because they've got 10 years to go and they've only got like two years of food left because they woke up early. You just and, kill you know, a fifth find of the out. people. Huh? You just kill one fifth of the people. Right. Or two, three, well, they need them all. They oh, need them all. Bad. So they're over this planet and they detect life down on the planet. So they think maybe that life on the planet has something to do with why they woke up or whatever. So they send a team down and that's they're down on the planet and they're kind of looking at it and that's kind of where it ends so it's kind of but it was interesting 
the second one that enter the slaughter or whatever the hell it's called enter, enter the, the house, house of, slaughter. of slaughter dawn i've never read something is killing the children and i think this is like a direct who writes that uh it's Tinian. Tinian. james Tinian yeah. the fourth and i think this is a direct sequel or it says from the world of something is killing yeah the i couldn't understand a fucking thing that was going on in that book oh that's too bad um there's like different houses they wear different face masks uh, i have no idea so that book i i couldn't even understand what the hell was going on wow. in it. um i think i'm surprised neither one of you i is think you really have children, to know that's like a hot thing right now i know it? but they they solicited a hardcover i feel so bad because you guys are the ones who i get all this information they from solicited a like hardcover and i bought the hardcover of something is killing of something the is killing the children okay. don waits for the hardcover yeah and then Red Room. That just seems odd. Red Room was cool. It's new stuff, uh, but it's like I'm so over three or this. four yeah. different little stories, and it has like background, and it kind of ties into some of the. What are you like, over? Red Room. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm. I mean, I get the concept. I wasn't of blown else, away with I mean, Red Room. I, me and Drew have talked about it. The subject and the. Huh. Yes, and I'm here a lot of times. Right, <laughs> but I mean, we have talked, talked about it because we've read it. True, but well, I flipped I, through it. I admire Ed Pisker's craft, not but especially on the artwork. But yeah, like there's no said, doubt that he's a know. great artist. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly right. But I mean, I don't may, know if it's this the is not necessarily my cup of tea. Right, as far and, as and that's what I think maybe it is. There, and, but I'm know, not like uh, it's not like I can't read it because I'm grossed out because I'm like, oh my god, this is like disgusting. But it's just I don't know. It's just not hitting like I thought it would yeah, hit. Yeah, it's not hitting. Yeah, um, but it is beautiful to look at. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting to look at. I can stare at it. It's well crafted. It's well crafted, hmm. and but I can yeah. look at it and go, "How did he do that? Like, yeah, what's the he writing doing here?" Isn't really, the stories aren't really grabbing. Me. Right, and and I'm kind of on the same same level. I mean, I'll probably keep buying it just because it is a pistol, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting pretty picky. But anyway, those were my three comic book day books. So, and you can have the bountiful one if you want. Mm, I do actually. Do. Well, I will at least borrow it to yeah. read it. Does that sound good? I mean, yeah. sci-fi, you know. Kelly I think Williams, you'll like it, I mean, and I'm, I'm sure you'd like it. I mean, it's probably not right a whole there. full issue. I might have well, it might it, be so. a whole full, full issue, but hard to say. Gotcha. All right. Uh -oh. You doing more reviews? Yeah, let's jump in there. Go for it. I read Marth Vallis. Oh, is that the size of it? Yes. I don't know how much money they save by making it that much smaller than like a regular comic. Wasn't that like comic. a twenty dollar? How much like, was that? This was fourteen ninety nine. Jesus. So I got this hardcover. From, Is that the that's the only way it's been printed? Yeah. So I got this hardcover from Dark Horse of this book. It's seventeen ninety nine. It's a hardcover. It's bigger. Thicker. Thicker, but it is a second printing, like a different edition, and so maybe that's why. They don't make different printings cheaper. I don't know, but They're anyway, so price. it's not much value in this one, but it's cool. I can't believe it's that small. I yeah. wanted to get I just that. don't know how much they save from printing it that small. The one know. thing that's, that is good to note is the way the art is, it, it kind of lends itself to the small size. Like, it's like not very many panels, you know, and so it works pretty well at that size, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's almost mint 
or designed as like a digest right. type size. Is it good? I mean, it's pretty cool. There's very little. There's no. All the words are in a different language. Right. So there's no like dialogue. So you know, win for me. Right. right? Absolutely. So, but no, it's fun. It's a cool little uh, story. That it's basically just a chase story. I mean, it's very simple. She's like a fighter pilot on like Mars, and they're like chasing down some other fighter pilots, and they crash, and then she goes overland to like chase them down, and then you kind of. Are get... there caption boxes? Is that how you got that, or how did you even figure that out? That they're on Mars. Oh, I think I read that somewhere. I think it's like on the back. During a skirmish with an opposing Martian faction, a fighter pilot disobeys orders. So I got it from there. Huh. But uh, it looks like Mars. From what I know, because you've been there so many times, right? You recognize it. <laughs> hey, it's look, like, there's a there's like a red on every block, just like here, and there's mountains. So right, it must be Mars. It, it's but no, I did be. get it from the back. <laughs> but yeah, so it's basically a cool little, just simple chase. It's got some really cool panels and some layouts and stuff. So the art's kind of the sh star of the show, right? But uh, the story's fairly simple, but it's got some cool little twists and turns. Yeah, I was interested in reading that. I might borrow yours, but I'm not going like to buy minutes. it. But yeah, like two minutes. Like 10 minutes. Oh, I, I can't. Marth Phallus. It's pretty cool. I mean, the art's cool. I thought... Oh, oh there's yeah, like no thinking. words in that either. Yeah. It's like Drew's like... I was wow. thinking of the other... Um, Do you think oh, I would have yeah. loved it? I yeah, I would have. I didn't love it. It was decent. I was thinking of... What was that one that was oversized that was like single issue or whatever that had... Oh, that sort of, you know, yeah. About? Hedra? Hedra. Yeah. Like, this should have been done like Hedra. You would think. But Hedra... But like I said, the number of... Uh, panel or panels on each page kind of lends it to a smaller size. I think it would look weird, too much bigger. But I think it could have easily been a regular sized comic. Hmm. I don't know. Well, yeah, it is what it is. I think so too. I, I think that means the end, or does that mean continued? Probably the end. The end. See, if you crack that, you could go back because you got the T, the H, and the E. E and the irony is, I don't think the dialogue is too important. Huh. Yeah, it's basically action all the time. There's a little yeah. bit of like, you, no you. I Maybe that's how they do European comics. In a different language? <laughs> yes. It's letters. Smaller and in a different language. It's just a bunch of if letters. If it's French or with, with no, Italian, sure. With no work. If it's English, with no probably not. But, oh, yeah. Okay. Did you read anything? I read The Watchmen. Okay. That's it. Right, well, okay, go. so instead of uh, reading something, though, real quick, did you see the trailer for the Star Wars Visions? Nope. Nope, I don't even know what that is. So Star Wars Visions is uh, basically they took the Star Wars universe and they gave it to a bunch of um, Asian animation houses for them to do anime-type style for, in the world of Star Wars. They did that with the Matrix. So, uh, yeah, they did. Animatrix. Yeah. yeah. And so th that's the same thing that they're doing here. And I think there's supposed to be like seven different uh, episodes type things that are released in September. But they released a trailer uh, for it here recently. Act they, this is actually their second trailer for it, uh, a little bit extended one. But uh, they, they're using some, you know, more popular uh, animation houses and things. But it, it looks really cool. I'd definitely check it out if you get the chance. Uh, I think you would, in particular, would would like you know, where's the trailer stuff. online yeah just online look up Star Wars Visions trailer is it, like, so. is it coming out on Disney just because I I feel like Dan, uh, Don likes the Japanese style a bit more I, but... I like Japanese stuff okay. Okay. Yeah. Don, I'm the one who got him into like anime well there you go Akira. there you go 
So you I may, was going to see a Carrie before you did. You may like it. Arkida. I read well. a Carrie before you. Definitely. I made you watch Wicked City. Definitely. That was terrible. Check out the trailer. It's not terrible. It's, if it's you like while. tentacles. Who's watched Neon Genesis Evangelion? Yeah, not me. I've watched Dragon Ball Z, though. Are you watching that? What do you mean? The, the, the Evangelion. Watched it like 20 years yeah. ago. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, there's some new thing that's There's out a new one. I saw the first one of the new one. It's like a remix. I want to watch the rest. I think they're on Amazon Prime. Now. They are. It's you Amazon Prime, and they're all free right now. But yeah, I need to watch them. And the last one finally came out. My, my you son know what pronounces I want to get into now? Neon Genesis Evangelion. Expensive. Bazaar. Evangelion. Evangelion. Yeah, that's how he says it. I say Evangelion, but yeah. Evangelion. Sorry. That's why I watched all of Robotech Macross as well. Have you watched Robotech Macross? No, I have not. Well, I've watched Dragon Ball Z. So who's in the Japanese All animation? Of All I, of Dragon Ball Z. I am. Twice. I've I watched I think it's no Dragon, Dragon Ball Z. Right. Um, yeah, they, they did uh, um, Berserker. I just read Invincible instead. Berserker, they did a cartoon, and it's on like HBO now. Cool. I've watched like half of the first episode. How is it expensive? Are you going to buy the manga? Yeah, the manga. Well... If you buy the Dark Horse... Is it Berserk, not Berserker? Berserk, yes. I'm there sorry. You go. It's Berserk. I it's not you a Kevin Smith made a link to Berserker. the trailer of Star Wars Visions. Cool, my phone just buzzed. So, yes. Um, wow. But this definitely to me, too. Sorry, I didn't mean like to go off on a huge tangent, no, but fine. I just, you know, instead of doing my um, review of something, it, I just thought, hey, that's something I watched there that I think you guys, it kind of... You know, is in the the whole theme of things, you know, and gotcha. stuff, and and it's definitely something that's on my radar. I I, I think the the merging of the two of the anime and Star Wars, it should have been done probably well, twenty years uh, ago. I finished Bad Batch. So, I did finish Bad Batch as well. I I, I, I enjoyed it for what it for what Never it is. Never plan on it either. Yeah, I can't say I blame you. I mean, you're not missing much. I mean, it. it that's pretty. If you like Star Wars, I it's like kind Star of Wars. it's. I say I like Star Wars. Have you it's watched the Clone Wars? No. You, then watch the you don't Wars even need watch to watch Batch. the Clone Wars in order to enjoy Bad Batch. Bad Batch. I think you Batch. do. I don't think so. I think you totally do. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's about clone troopers. It's if about you, clone troopers. I mean, that's if about you want to buy the Berserk, like the big dark horse hardcover mm -hmm. ones, those are expensive. Uh, I wish they did sure, that with Lone Wolf and Cub. I'm sure you could get the um, some version of it cheaper, but Probably. I think the big hardcover is the way you want to go with it. Okay, so what you got? Seven to the Daruma. Oh, I read that. Two. Seven to Eternity. I thought this was like the back of something. The finale. <laughs> Alright, so did you just read this one and you were all caught up or you had to read all of them to catch Why up? Why is Reed Richards I on the I just read this one. I had read all of them before, but I Why are they of... holding the Oh, you had thing? read all of them before? I've read them, but it's been forever. Because 16 came out not that long ago. Oh. But you must have caught up with it. Is this like I, the end? I just read three months. Okay. Is this like the last I one? Last the, issue. I read to Eternity. It's by Rick Reminder and Jerome Opena, who's the baddest badass on the planet. And issue 16 came out how long ago? Uh, three five, months, five, five years ago. ago? No, five years months ago. ago. I read the... This Recap? is what happened More previously. Oh, yeah. timeline. And it seemed to fill me in fairly yeah, well. Yeah, I can't remember the last issue a little bit. So you said that What did you think just... of the ending? Uh, it was a cool ending. Really? I thought it's it was really black. weird. <laughs> that I hope he got full page rate for those four pages of just black. Well, it's critter on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You got whatever it sold, dude. I can't believe it took him that long to do it, then, if he had four pages of black. I mean, shit. 
If Have I you do, seen the rest of the art? If I could do four pages, Jesus. maybe he had to do four pages of black just to get the book finished. The rest so you of thought the Indian was cool? Yeah. I thought it was cool. I just thought it was very... Yeah, Lee, there's, there's like four pages of black in the middle, too. Yeah, I, I just thought it was very different. Yeah. Like yeah unique. Like, it wasn't like any other comic I've ever read that ended. It's a Clockwork Orange ending, dude. It stabs you right in the face, and you're like... Well, Well, Clockwork Orange was vague. This one was pretty straightforward. It was just, yeah, a different way to end it. Yeah, it's interesting. I liked that, uh, hey, why is this book called Seven Seven to Eternity? Oh, now I get it. Why is it called Seven to Eternity? Because he killed his seven family members and sent them to eternity. Okay, gotcha. And then the little twist with the daughter. Yeah. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, and then, it, and then it's very well. No, because she became the Mud King talked her into it. So when he killed him, he killed his daughter. Uh, maybe I didn't read this. Maybe Did you didn't you read, read it. I didn't get it. I didn't reread the whole thing. He killed his family. Yeah. Did they tell us that earlier in the book? Maybe, but I don't remember. I don't remember. They might have. I don't know. It's been forever since I read it. Right, so he killed his family. Killed his family. Thought his daughter came oh, back to the end and shot him with an arrow. She did. Oh, okay. Except his daughter. Because he's like, you might be wondering why, what happened to the seventh kid or whatever. Yeah. The mud whisperer tricked her into following him. Yeah. That's why he didn't want him to save him. Oh. Because when he dies... All of his followers die. Uh, so that was the final fuck you stab in the gotcha. heart that when he killed him, his daughter died. Gotcha. How did and she come back then? That's I don't remember, but she does come back. Oh, no, that little dude that was like walking through, mm-hmm. he grabbed her and put her in the pool. Yeah. So she was able to come back in the pool of eternity or the gotcha. pool or whatever. So she came back and then she hunted his ass down. Because the whole thing was he got there. Huh? I just say what you said. Yeah. Because the whole thing was he that last issue or whatever, he gets there and they're like, You can only use this pool, which that I didn't get. They're like, You can only use this pool if you answer the truth. And they're like, Why did you do this? And he did it for himself, he didn't do it for anybody else, so they denied him, but then that other fairy whatever lady or whatever drug him in there to pool and brought him back. Yeah. Well, I guess what was weird is, like, we're following this guy, and supposedly the whole book, he's kind of like our our, our protagonist, our hero. And then, it turns out at the end, he's a dickhead and right. a horrible person, and he becomes what he's been trying, supposedly trying to kill this whole right. time. So, and then within, like, two pages, his daughter shows up and shoots Kills an arrow him. at him. Yeah. So it's like... It just yeah, was, it was that little frog dude. It was just weird. That was marching through the, the swamp. When she died, he I guess I expect her. an ending to like illuminate and like give me some kind of closure. I guess this kind of did, but there was not a lot of closure. It was just like I don't think there was like the ultimate closure. Your I guess in a way, or whatever yeah. your main character died. But <laughs> I guess it's kind of like Game of Thrones. It's like ah, uh, what? Let's spoil Game of Thrones. I see uh, the end. See <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I guess it's kind of like. <laughs> What happened Use a was different analogy. this character, like, oh, we're, like, following him, and then in the last ten pages, everything we thought we knew about him is is turned, and... Hey, can you hand me that bottle? And it seemed like he turned fast. <laughs> like, faster. Like, I don't really see the progression. How about that? 
Are you talking about the main guy? Yeah, I don't see the progression as much. Like, he just... He well, seemed like he turned... was doing good things, and then all of a sudden he's not doing good things. Well, yeah. But maybe it was like a big Game twist. Of Thrones, like. Yeah. <laughs> maybe no. it was like a big twist. It was because, you know, he was outed last time, last issue or whatever, when he was denied the eternity yeah. thing. But they didn't tell us why he was denied. Well, and then this whole he told him he killed his whole family. That, that would kind of mess with you. Yeah, I don't think we knew that till now. I think we did. I know, that's what I'm saying. If you only found out now, like he just found out, true, so that true. would kind of screw with you. True, true. You might turn evil, like if everything that you've been fighting for the whole mm. time, supposedly fighting for the whole time, just got killed, and then he... Is he this finagled, a new psychic character? I think so. Okay. And then he finagled... So you got the first appearance? This isn't it, but I think I'm... And oh. then he, uh, he finagled and, I was gonna and find it. screwed up with your... He finagled and... Um, I'm surprised Don, Don didn't just like fall over for the that. one daughter and made her evil and then killed. So what's her next? And she killed him. I don't know. I can see how that can make somebody go crazy. Sure. Who's next? Come on. I uh, caught up on a Oblivion song. I read issues Come on. 31 and 32. This is the end. <laughs> They're wrapping it up. Um, this is the end. There's a big war. My um, only friend. The end. The uh, the other world people they've decided to like do five like excursions so they brought like five chunks of their planet to our planet like all at once like like paris like like five different locations around the world and so we're trying to beat them back the Have u.s is i haven't no. dude we're talking about a comic why are you talking about beer in the middle of my review sorry because I haven't read this and I don't want it spoiled, oh, so okay. I'm trying not to pay attention. Cool. But you can anyway, talk to Scott about it. It's wrapping it up. It. It's cool. Was Scott it, hasn't read it. Was, no, it, I don't was care. it a satisfying? Scott might wrap have up. questions. No, it's got four issues. Oh, I thought this was the end. Okay. No, no, no. This is the last arc. Okay. This is the last arc. It's the beginning of the arc. Okay. I don't know where it's going. Okay. Okay. You don't know where it's going, but no. so right now it's, it's good though. It's it's, it's kind of picking it's up. kind of forming up to the last. It seems like everything's kind of coming together, and there's a bunch of shit happening. I have well. Okay, what's your next one? Come I have on. a question. Yeah. Do you all what? Are this you reading Geek of Cancor? I have not read it yet. No, I didn't. I said it. I wasn't going to talk about it because you were going to read it. That's well, I'm right. sorry. I haven't read that either. What the hell is this from? Have you read Geiger? No, is it good? It looks good. It's Gary Frank. It's cool. It looks like it's, uh, Moon it's Knight like... Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's Eric Larson, dude. Right I there. don't have much to talk about. That's King Shit on the cover, dude. That's Mr. Master. Mr. Eric Larson, Master Blaster. Cover. All right, so Geiger is basically about there's this guy. Look at that! Now he just walks. Out. I know, he right? Hear about it? I'm not gonna interrupt though. Jeez. <laughs> How's that beer? You like it's it? Good. I like it. Let's okay. do a beer podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's. We'll wait until Drew gets back and we'll make him listen, <laughs> listen to, to it. No, come on. Um, what's the rest of with Geiger? Weird. I mean, it's not. Doesn't taste weird. It's different. Oh, it's that's like good. Almost like uh, it's like blue label. So you think like Winter Blast? It's almost like a Winter Blast. Hmm. This one reminds me of Thanksgiving, right? Because it's got pumpkin. You would think, but there's a lot of, I think, cinnamon in it. Is more what I get out of this thing. I don't think that I want cinnamon in my beer. You may not. I actually like this. But I know you do. Yeah. All right. Okay, anyway, Geiger. So, Geiger. So, there's this guy. He's got a family. The world goes to shit. Threat of nuclear war is imminent. Oh, that's why he's a radioactive so, skeleton. Yes. Is that what it is? So, he's like, all right, they're watching the news. 
and he talks to his family, his wife, and his two kids, and he's like, alright, it's time to go into the shelter, the shit's hitting the fan, we're getting into the bunker. And so they're running out to the bunker, and as they run out to the bunker, catch this, the dog runs away. Oh, no. And uh, the little girl's like, or the, one of the little kids is like, oh my god, daddy saved the dog. And so he goes back to save the dog. Well, his neighbor rolls up, him and his wife, and they've got a gun, and they're like, we're taking your shelter from you. And he's like, no, you're not. And they shoot him in the leg, Ooh. right? And so he tells his family to close the door and lock him out. And so they do. And he gets stuck out and the bomb goes off. Of course. So. And now he's the protector of. The bunker. The people everywhere. He's the protector of the bunker. So bunkers everywhere. He was going. He had been diagnosed with cancer, and so they started him on some kind of like radical treatment. And so they're guessing that that's why he was hit with a nuclear bomb and didn't die. And so he has. He actually has one of those. What are the control rods made out of? Plutonium. Plutonium. So he has two control rods that he sticks in his back, like she's, like those are his nightclubs. So, and so like when, when he takes those out, he turns glow. Because, the, like because the, the power rods are not dampening him, but when he <laughs> sticks them back in a sheath, he turns into a normal person. Okay. And so, um, so the world has sort of been destroyed. Um, there's a... Oh, it's all Mad Max here looking yeah, going on. There's a bunch of gangs that have carved up like Las Vegas. Um, and... I'm gonna get these totally So one of, the, one of the twists of the book is... So it's like 20 years later after the bomb's gone off. So is this still going? You got like five yeah, it's, issues it's here. it's still ongoing. Okay. I think it's an ongoing series. There's at least one more issue to finish this arc. Finish the story arc. And I okay. think it's an ongoing series. If it gets, has enough sales. Right. But, um, so, basically, the there's like five or six gangs in Las Vegas. Characters they've definitely got a up, look, though. That's kind of cool. They've carved up the territory. Um, and one of them went out to try to I mean, get isn't this that guy. Just a, that's the kind of cover you want. I mean, that's right. kind of something in which it's like, huh, stop by. That kind of stops you and you want to look at yeah, it. Like, I want to buy this. Yeah. Well, you at least want to flip through it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. The art's cool. It's Gary Frank. Um, so the twist is, I'm going to ruin it. Are you planning on buying this yes, at all? Yes, don't ruin it. Oh, okay, I won't ruin it. So the twist is, um, oh, you just, man, I want to hear the twist. So, so then, Go back to the bathroom. So what happens is, <laughs> I don't need to go. So what happens is, the... There's a family, a mom. You're not going to give the twist, right? No. I'm okay. Not give the okay. twist. There's a family. There's a mom who works for one of the the families in Vegas, and these bounty hunters or whatever show up and they have a briefcase, and they go, "This guy's been looking for it. He's put out a bounty on it." And they go, "We've got it. Is Here there a bullet in this? No. Oh. It's it's uh, it's gold. It's a it's, it's a bunch it's a of shiny stuff. Yeah. Okay." Um, and anyway, he's like, yeah, this is the real one. Well, the mom wants to get out of Vegas, so she steals the briefcase, and she goes back to get your kids, and they go on the run. Well, they hunt her, they hunt her down, they kill the mom, and then this guy shows up, and he saves the kids. And so he takes the kids under his wing, and they go to, like, NORAD or whatever in Colorado, where the government is, the U.S. government is still functioning. 
The briefcase is the nuclear football, which everybody wants now because then they can find out where all the nuclear weapons are. Hmm. So he so gets the, the kids. Yeah. Okay. So he gets the kids. The army finds them. They take them back to NORAD or whatever. The vice president's there, and they have the football. And so they're like, well, well now football. we can finally... Now we can finally start tracking our stuff down yeah. and bringing the civilization back together. And then, with the daughter, the daughter, there's a daughter and a son, the two kids. They're there now, and then there's a twist with them, um, with the it's just government. twists all over the place. There's a couple twists all over the place. Wow, um, nice. And so he's kind of like their protector. He thinks that he's dropping them off here, and then he's going to leave. But then something happens, and it's not quite that simple to just drop the kids off and leave. So is. That's where that's the right. fifth issue ends. They always pull you back I'm in. I'm enjoying it. It's good. I don't, I don't remember who's doing the... It's Johns. Yeah. Okay. Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns. Yeah. It's, it's just, your watch... Or no, uh, right. what's it? After watch. Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock. Yeah. Doomsday Clock but uh, the Gary Frank art's really cool, so... Nice. I read Soupy Lee's Home. Is that okay. So this is one of those things where I, like, order it, and I'm like, why did I order that? Right. And then I get it, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I don't know why I ordered this, but... It's pretty reasonably priced for what it is. Right. But was it good? It's written by Cecil Castellucci, who's, who has uh, collaborated with Jim Rugg on a couple things. Like, she did that Plain James, and Jim Rugg drew it. And the art is by Jose Pimienta, who I've never heard of before. Is this a slice I of life? I think it's intended as, like, a young adult thing. So it's set, like, in the hobo what? times. I don't know why I'm doing another hobo book. Like, I it's a young adult just, slice of life hobo. I just did, like, a hobo book, and, like, this is another hobo what book. What hobo book did you do? The Rock Candy Mountain. Oh, that's right. That yes, I don't know if I'm, like, just subconsciously picking hobo books I didn't. I didn't know there were that many. I didn't, I didn't either. How I found genre. two in it, such a Fans of escapist time. fiction and thoughtful readers from the school library junior journal. Yeah, so I think it's intended He's for like young adults. Reader, wow. He doesn't like to read. It doesn't appear that it is out <laughs> He just likes to look at pictures. So anyway, it's basically about this girl <clears throat> and her dad is like beating her. She's like a teenager. So she gets on the road and she dresses up like a guy and she becomes like a hobo. So and it's a slice of life. And she meets some hobos, and she like not travels the country as a hobo, not the slice of life you and want. gets into the hobo world. It's kind of cool because they like, I guess the hobos have like all these symbols. Do you feel like you wasted your life? Should you have been a hobo? Mm, I think this is more like 1800s, so I don't think. But yeah, they have hobo signs. So hobos would like write signs on different things. To say oh, like education. Because they're cavemen. Well, cause, <laughs> no, because it's like, education. turn here, or there's a nice person here who will give you food, or this right. person will have work for you. You know, things like that. Different like hobo signs that like tell you, <laughs> so, let you navigate the hobo world. So hobos don't want to go to school, but they've created they've it created their own language. <laughs> and it's so funny. It's hieroglyph system that they've all learned. Because I was reading that. Because uh, so. I was reading the. Uh, the other hobo book, and they had right. mentioned how, like, well, hobos are not the same as bums or as Because uh, they're more like a nomad. They're not the well, same yeah, as they, bums. Yeah, they're adventurous. And they're not the same as, they want to ride uh, cars. as winos or something. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, and they explain the same There's, thing here. Hobos actually would travel, but they would do work and earn right. their keep. There's three tiers. Bums would just beg for money, and what's the third one? Is it wino? Wino. Sure. Okay, winos are just drugs. I mean, you named the three. I'm like the three tiers. The hobos on top. Yeah, because the hobos are like they work and then they, you have you know, the, they work for their living. The bum, 
The bum who doesn't work. And then you have the wino. The wino who's a drunk. Who's right. a drunk, right. Well, I, don't know if, I don't know if the wino is really what it is. But anyway, they say the exact same thing in this as the other hobo book, that there's like a hierarchy to the hobos. Did you dive into the internet and do just a shit ton of research I did on not. hobos now? So this book, let's talk about the book itself. It was okay. I mean, it was a fun... It wasn't fun. It was an interesting was. story. I mean, it was like, you got to see this girl's journey, you know, and it kind of does that whole... Which is written by Cecil Castellucci, and it's supposed to be kind of for young adults. Kind of the whole thing, like, you know, she's on the cusp of when women were starting to go to college, and she wants to do more with her life, and her dad doesn't want her to. Oh, the 1800s were? Well, I don't know. I exactly. thought they were still trading their travel the This world, might be Depression probably. era. It's probably I like 1930s. They were, I thought they were still trading. I think it's Depression era, like 1930s. Their daughters for cows. No, this is like 1930s. No, I think they were like uh, they had just got the right to vote, I think, or something at that point in time. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> they right. just got. The, I think it's the Depression era. I said 1800s. I think it's 1930s or whatever. Okay. But anyway, it was interesting. It was decent. It had a good character. It had a good story. We walked all over that shit. But you know, <laughs> we walked like all I said, over that review. A lot of times I buy stuff and I don't even know why I buy it by the time I get it. So. Said right. something there. But, uh, so, anyway, for me to right. piggyback off that here again that I didn't read, but I watched uh, Coda on oh, Apple well, TV. Oh, don't tell me about it because I watched it. So, uh, Coda, uh, C-O-D-A, it stands for Child of uh, Deaf Adults. So, in this case, this is a teenage girl, slice of life movie here, essentially, who uh, has a brother who's Coming of deaf. age. Yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Coming so of age. Coming of age. There you I go. Like so that. it's like right in Drew's wheelhouse all the way, pretty much. Too. But her parents are deaf. Her brother, her older brother, I am is. staying as far away from that as I possibly Honestly, can. Honestly, it is really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, as a do you have Apple TV thing, then? I do, but that's because have you always like, had it. No, I mean like almost everybody. I've had it for like the last six months or something like that. I don't have know. you watched Ted Lasso? Uh, yes, I did watch Ted Lasso. It's great, right? I've only watched. Well, okay, so. To back that up, that's another reason why I haven't read anything because I've been watching Ted Lasso for like the last two oh, weeks like as well. So I know they're all short, but I have like a short attention span, so it takes me a while to get through stuff. <laughs> you can only so, do five minutes at a time. <laughs> so, it don't, takes him a week to watch an episode. No, no. I watch like one episode at a time. I'm not like your binge guys, you know. Yeah, I can't well, sit there and watch, you know. What the a, fuck, yes, you do. Huh? You bet. You're the one that's like, oh. Uh, Stranger, Stranger Bone came out. Stranger Things came out. But you know, but you know, you know why that is? Because his wife was. That's exactly right. My wife. If it's something that my wife and I will watch she together, like Ted Lasso? she is a binge watcher, and so I will sit there then with her because I feel drug into it in some cases and keep going, you know, type stuff. But with Ted Lasso, no, she doesn't like that. There's a lot what? of stuff. Anything that she doesn't like, I will sit there and I will watch the better part of over oh, probably, Ted Lasso. you know, weeks or months. So Ted Lasso is the shit. But Ted Lasso is very He's good. But out of all, I've, I don't know that I've even finished a movie on Apple TV since I've had it. But uh, maybe the one with Tom Hanks, I guess. I but uh, nice. it, it was okay. But uh, Coda's been the best movie, cool. I think, that's on there. Yeah. I tried to watch that uh, Sofia Coppola one with Bill Murray yeah. and uh, Rashida Jones, was it? Uh, that that was sounds horrible. right. Yeah. That's horrible. And see, Does there's the, the, there's the other movie? one with the uh, uh, like Tom Holland or whatever in it, too, that I don't I didn't watch I, that one. It, yeah. I heard there was a scene where they go up his butthole with the camera. I was like, I don't know how to see that. Yeah. You want to see Tom Holland's butthole? <laughs> Not with the camera going up his nose. 
Huh. So yeah, I, I haven't watched that. Or I'm anything, sure all but, the teenagers. But yes, the only thing I've really but do watch the Beastie Boy documentary. That is yes. really hmm. okay. You should give me your thing just so I can watch that, like your login stuff, so I can watch the Beast. That's all I want to watch. But Probably. Ted Lasso, I'm only I just watched the first. I've made it through the entire first season. I'm on the second episode of the second season, so I'm almost there. I yeah, think they're only so like, you're liking it. Yeah. But I didn't. I expected <laughs> I, expect I would. Like I mean, it. geez, it's he's a Kansan. It's about sports, you know, whatever the hell else. It, I mean, it's you know, it's oh, heartwarming. It's it is tugs at the heartstrings. It's a natural hit. Totally. Yeah, I mean, it, my brother and my sister kept telling me I needed to watch it, and so finally I. Uh, do your books. I don't think I have any left. Akira. 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 Oh, you got to pronounce it correctly. Akira. Akira. Not even know what you're saying. Akira. I understand. It's Kaneda. Kaneda. Just talk about the book. Kaneda. Just do the book. Talk about the book. I talked, I watched, I finished reading the book and then I watched the anime. Oh, you watched the anime? Yeah. Why would you do that? Did you learn it I wanted to see, yeah, the anime's dog shit. Yeah. Well, after you've read this book, I'm sure it is. The anime. They skip over so much. Totally yes. dog shit. Yes. I'm going to watch the anime before I read the book again. That would be the direction to go. Don't watch the book, or don't read the book and then watch the All anime. Because right, I've seen the anime and I've read the book, but now I'm going to watch the anime again. Did they end the same? Mostly. Kind of, sort of. I mean... What I understand is the movie came out before the book ended, so he kind of had the ending in mind. But I think <laughs> Game he of Thrones again. <laughs> um, so it does kind of sort of end the same. Um, You're assuming we're getting the ending in the Game of Thrones books, dude. <laughs> so, but there is a lot of stuff that they leave out, obviously, out of the book, out of, that they leave from the book out of the anime. Just time, I guess. But, oh, yeah. um, but I mean, there's a whole deal in here where the, the U.S. Navy is involved and they attack. That's not in here. The other thing that is interesting about the movie, well, it all moves, the movie moves so fast. It leaves out, yeah, it leaves out a lot. But, like, so probably halfway through the book, like, Tetsuo breaks out Akira. And Akira's, like, a dude in the movie a he doesn't break it out until the very end and then it's a bunch of fucking test tubes like this tube this jar has his spinal cord and this jar has his brain and this jar has his whatever mm. and so like Akira and Tetsuo are like working together and like there's this whole subplot in the book where, like, the people of Neo-Tokyo or Tokyo or whatever, they're, like, all worshipping Akira and Tetsuo. Whereas in the book, I mean, they're worshipping the idea of Akira because Akira doesn't even exist in the movie. But then at the end of the movie, somehow Akira comes together and he's the boy like he is in the book. But it's nothing like the book. So, you know, there's a whole thing in the book with, like, the clowns. Um, the clown gang, and they actually come back and like help them, but they do do away with a bunch of that stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean the ending is kind of basically the same. The when Akira awakens, so huh? Don't spoil what? What? Why don't you just spoil the ending? When Akira awakens, 
in the book, he causes another explosion, oh, which, yes. which blows up. Um, nuclear and then, bomb. Yes, a nuclear bomb. And then it does it again. In the movie, it does it the same, but it's at the very end. So they kind of tie it all in. Gotcha. Yeah, but the explosion in the book happened for, like, golly, it looks like it goes on for, like, tons of pages because of everything that else is that's happening, you know, I guess this the struggle or whatever you want to say. Right. But, so, like, it, so the ending of the book is basically the the children and Kai, K, which is the one of the ladies that's in the book throughout it that is working with the resistance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. you find out later on or you find out that she kind of has some of the powers. So she has a little bit of the powers. Right. And so what I understood the way the book ended and the movie ended is that the three children and I think, I can't remember Tetsuo comes around, but they all basically come together to destroy Akira, mm -hmm. which kind of destroys that. So it takes all of them to like even out Akira, Akira so that they can wipe everything out and just and they go end to it. a higher plane or right. something. Right. I don't know. And in the book it seemed like they just ended it, but in the movie they left it kind of open like they all did it, but then they're like it's a new beginning and we went to a different place and he'll be back. But in the book it almost seemed like it was just an ending. Okay. But it would be interesting for you guys' take in case I didn't quite get it. Hmm. But I mean, the movie is cool. Like, you know, the action scenes are cool. It's long, but it seems like it drags. And they obviously they did have to. In the movie? Yeah, in uh, the movie. Like, there's a couple parts where Did it you kind feel of that this did? Did the books No, not run through really. That? Not at all. I mean, it moved at a very fast pace. And I don't know. I mean, I didn't sit down and watch the movie, like, all at once. I probably split it up over two or three sittings like mm -hmm. over two or three days i would watch 30 minutes of it or 45 minutes of it or whatever um i don't know it's just if you read that and then you go to the movie it's a letdown oh, oh i'm sure but the movie is still a pretty cool movie in and of itself you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it tells the same story it does it very well it's just not um <laughs> not it's two very different animals I, but they're, yeah, they're both kind of cool for what they are. Yeah. And they both kind of tell a story. They're both kind of cool. They're both awesome. Yeah. What? Um, the anime is not awesome. The, what? I mean, it's cool for what it was trying to do and things of that nature. But, I mean, it was... It, it shows, like, an aging, I believe, anymore type perspective. because of The, the interesting thing there. is this takes place in... So the original happens in 85... And it's 35 years in the future, so it's 20. So it's happening now, right? Like around there. And they're building the thing for the Tokyo Olympics. Mm. And we just had the Tokyo Olympics. Mm -hmm. Ironic. He didn't know 35 years ago that they were going to have the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo. Ooh. So kind of. Cool. Uh, yeah, he's like spooky uh, Nostradamus. There you go. But, uh, what yeah. else you got there? I definitely enjoyed oh, anything else. You don't. Okay, what? So, you got like a whole stack of things. It's just there. like single issues in middles of stories. I'm interested. Like so I am interested about Philadelphia. Is Philadelphia cool? You have to drop your my issues. I'll sell them to you cheap. A dollar a piece. Maybe. All right. Maybe you don't like it. 
It's okay. I, can talk I about think it. they're doing like a spin-off book it. or something. Philadelphia. It's vampires. So right? it's like Philadelphia, but, but Philadelphia. See, and it's like well, vampires. that's not bad. But does that cover just pull you in the what same way? What does the cover say? In that is it like now? And yeah, nominated for best picture? new series for the twenty twenty one. No, oh. it was Eisner yeah. Award. So and no, apparently it's not people really like Philadelphia. Like yeah, it got awards. I guess it's gonna be a TV show or something. It is gonna be a TV show. I think so your books oh, are like got options. Kind of now they will be. They really should charge a thousand dollars to Don that? now. Can I see the inside of it? I guess it's uh, Jason Sean Alexander. Yeah, because it just doesn't pull you oh. in. You I'm, I'm not a huge. Jason. I'm not a huge fan Sean of the art. Alexander. It's okay, but basically it's just vampires in Philadelphia, Philadelphia. and there's this black wow. guy who's like a cop, and his dad was a cop, and his he has a bit his weird relationship with his dad in the, that like his dad I'm actually interested gives in this one, shit all the so time I want to hear what he has and so they have a bad relationship so you saying you don't want me to interrupt and yes. everything else of that nature but uh <laughs> so it's okay and then the first arc it's basically deals with it but then what gets weird is like it starts to go into the history of the vampires and it turns out like all our old presidents like John Adams and Thomas Jefferson who were like slave owners <laughs> They were all like vampires too, and they're vampires now. So it gets into this weird sort of meta, you know, American history and slavery and vampires. And then the slave vampires are like killing the old president vampires, and they're kind of like taking over. And while that's all going on, there's like this race war going on with the vampires. And then this cop dude is still running around trying to kill oh. vampires. I don't know. I've been reading single issues, and so my whole view of it is a little disjointed because you know you read like little snippets right. each week or month and so it's okay but like i said i'm not a huge fan of art I th yeah which is okay it's just not my i'm style. not a huge fan of sean alexander either like he was on spawn for a long time and i yeah, didn't really it's not it. your favorite thing and i didn't realize like he was on it for as long as he was yeah um, but uh, I don't know. I think they're either doing like a spinoff, like a second book or something. Because I read something about it recently. It kind of piqued my interest. I thought yeah. maybe it would be interesting to read it. And I knew you would read it. So I was just curious if you were liking it. Not really. Okay. It's not not, not loving it. Oh, well, I'll stay away from it. But uh, you might dig it. I don't need Damn, to. Damn, Drew. You want to sell them? I don't need bucks. to get into something else. Well, if they make it to a TV show, maybe I can sell them. But the problem is somebody will just want number one. Nobody wants like I know. That is Like two through 15. All right. So I read Ether. I've never read Ether. I like David Rubin. Obviously, I like Matt Kent. What? So they I thought did you this, couldn't stand him. They did this uh, what do you library about, do, edition. Do you like David Rubin? I do like his art. I'm kind of hit and miss on him anymore. This... Well, I haven't read a whole lot by David Rubin, but I, I've seen this book when it would come out. I just the cover is cool. I just it didn't is. order the beginning of it, so I just figured I wouldn't buy it. Yeah. Um, and so when they did it all together, let's I thought, well, hell, let's buy book. this. Like so does he have some type of like mind powers, and he's like maybe a bit of a Boy Scout that's also a spy? No, no, no. And this is actually kind of cool. Oh, it's, okay. uh, it is kind of Matt Kentish, but it is <laughs> different. It is kind of cool. So there's this other realm. It's called the Ether, and it's a magic realm. And so you have Earth, which has no magic, and you have the Ether realm, which is all magic. And so the main character, I can't remember his name, um, we'll just call him George. We'll call him George. He found a way into the ether. Somehow he stumbled upon it, whatever, I don't remember exactly, but he finds the ether. Hmm. He's like a scientist, and he's like, he stumbles into this world of magic, and he's like, 
this isn't magic. I can find a way to explain everything. I just need to find and spend enough time here and I can explain all of this. Can he explain the vaccines to everybody? <laughs> might be able to. This was pre-COVID. Keep COVID out of this, damn it. This was pre-COVID, so I don't know where he stands on this. The answer is no to that question, by the way. No. You can't explain, gotcha. the, you can't explain the vaccine. Okay. So, not but to everybody. The trick is, might. The trick is, yeah. The, we the do twist, you take the vaccine, you put it in an envelope. There's two, <laughs> I take so much of the vaccine out of each one. There's two twists and tricks to the to this. So the world of ether, you can only go into it. Like, he mines this pool, and you can jump into it, and then you can transform into the world. But it only works if you're willing, if you think you're going to die and you're willing to die. Whoa. Like, if you just jump into it and you're like, hey, I'm going to live, like, you won't be transported. But if you're like, eh, fuck it. Oh, I feel so great. I'll slip my throat as I fall into this thing and I'll be fine. Then you get transported in. How do you find Now, once he's in there, (laughs) once he's in there. um, Is this the entire series? Yeah, there's there's three many, there's three five-issue series that make up the story. So it's 15 issues. 15 issues, issues, and this is all 15. This is all 15. Okay, Okay. With a bunch of cool back matter and sketchbooks and all kinds no, that's of cool. stuff. I just was curious. Sorry yes, to interrupt it, it there, is the complete. That's always, to me, uh, one of the big things I'm yes. always curious on. It is complete. Um, there will be no more unless they get really hungry up for money and they really need to hit the ether well. So it, it, it ends, it, I mean, it yes. is a nice, complete story yes. and everything else and ends. Okay. Yeah. Um, so did you when enjoy he, it overall? I did. I did. It was, it was cool. Um, so when he does go into the ether... Time moves faster. Time time moves faster. There. No, thank you. In here. So when he's gone for a week, he comes back and like 20 years have passed. Of course. And he is married and he has kids. So he's a total douchebag and he spends all of his time over there. And he misses his kids' lives. He misses his wife. He just ignores them. But he has to come back. Yeah, it's a sad. It's a it's a it's a Jeff Lemire. He must have took a page out of Jeff Lemire. He's like, hey Jeff Lemire. It sounds like how do I write? It sounds like he doesn't care though. How do I? No, he doesn't. He is he is more into. He wants to solve it. He wants to fix this problem. He's the only one that can do it. So that's more important than his family back home. Just like Reed Richards. Yes, he's just like Reed Richards. And so, uh, but the other thing is he can't eat any food over there. Oh. He can't digest any of the food over there because it's all magic food. And he can't eat it. (laughs) I think he tried everything. (laughs) So he can only stay over there for short periods of time and then he has to come back. Mm. And when he comes back, he's like disheveled and like a hobo. Because he gets hungry? Yes, because he gets hungry. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so it's kind of like his journey. There's twists along the way. Like so does he family. automatically age to whatever when he comes back? I mean, you said the no. time moved there. Okay. No, he stays young. Okay. Everybody else dies. Okay. Cool. Um, that sounds awesome. And so, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's, it's really cool. <laughs> you show back up and you're, you've been gone a week and your wife's on her deathbed and you haven't seen her for 30 years and your kids are grown up. Yeah, it's awesome. And they lived in destitution because you weren't around. Uh, that's not sad. That's good when you yeah. say it like that. But it's it, it's it's a good book. It is a it's a slice of life. It pulls on your heartstrings. It's the story sounds cool, but when I was slipping through it, it did not make me want to read it. Huh. 
Oh, it's so I, heavy. It there's is a lot of words. Oh no, it's not one of those. It's <laughs> a lot of words. But so there's like um, there's like the those art words. is not what I would have thought. Yeah, I don't love the art either. It was. Huh. I don't know that I. I can't say I. I don't like the art. It's just not what I expected when right. I saw the cover. I'm right. probably not going to sell you guys on it. Apparently. No, I'd, I'd probably like to read it actually. But uh, it is cool. So like, there's a. Uh, I like Matt Kenna. I like David Rubin. There's like Sometimes. a. Over there, there's like the keeper. They have like a keeper of. The so there's, there's three story arcs in this, and they kind of all tie together, but they snowball. So like, there's a like a keeper of the soul. Yes, there's like a keeper of soul over this there. This is three. 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 three arcs. I don't know. West side. There's like. Uh, hmm. The keeper of the whatever, there's like this evil, the evil magic guy behind that's like pulling the strings of the mayor, you know, like the Jafar character, and he gets into power, and so it basically they're trying, to, he's trying to prove that the new guy is evil, but he doesn't have enough proof, so they're going around trying to get proof, so the whole thing over the three arcs is trying to deface, dethrone, get rid of the main bad guy and restore order and love back to the Ozland or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of, but there's other stuff that goes on. I don't know. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought the art was kind of cool. It is a little bit different, but I did enjoy it. There's cool things with, like, the magic world and then, you know, the, the implications with, like, back in the real world. He kind of is. It almost kind of reminded me just a little bit of uh, Fear Factor. Uh, what is it, Fear Agent? Yeah. Where he's kind of a dick, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't care about anything else. Or no, 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 not that. What's the other one? What's the one, Matea Scalera? Oh, Black Science. Black I got have told, yeah, I was thinking Black Science. It kind of reminded me just a little bit of Black Science. That guy was a dick. That guy was a dick. And this guy's not really... Professor Mender. He's, I mean, he is, but he isn't. Like, he's not a dick to be a dick. He's just like... I'm the only one that can do this, and this is more important than everything else. Kind of sounds like a dick. And he kind of well, I mean, he is, but he's uh, he's not coming at it as like he's not like, yeah, fuck my family. Well, every dick is a hero. You guys, story. right? Exactly, and that's what this guy is. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, cool. I enjoyed it. It was good. Sounds like it. All right, Watchmen. Watchmen. What issue? Ten. We did nine. Ten. Nine. Issue nine. Issue the nine. Mars issue. That's the Mars issue. Yeah, the Mars issue. So that leaves us with three after this. This may wow. have been my favorite issue yet. What? This has always been my favorite. Nothing effing happens. And that's what is weird because it's all talking. And I love it. I know it's a lot of talking. There's a lot yeah. of effing words. You get so Doctor uh, Manhattan takes uh, Jupiter. Sally. Is there's Sally? a lot of words. No, no what's it's the not Sally. Name? Sally's is her, her mom. mom. Julie. Six Spectre 2. Julie yeah, Six Spectre 2. Sir, Gar, Julie, yeah. isn't it? No. She's Laurel. Lori. Lori. Yes, Lori. Takes Lori to Mars. And he builds this cool Mars-like Laurel. This Mars fortress. Oh, that's her name. Lori's And name. her and Dr. Manhattan, who's the smartest person on the planet, are going to debate about whether the humanity deserves to be saved. saved. Is that why you liked it? It had that philosophical. Because it has a debate. I do like the philosophical aspects of it. And as they're debating, they're making Lori like go back through her childhood and like 
Remember things. Remember her and ghosts. And there's a bottle of nostalgia flying through the air through the whole issue. A lot. But okay, that, that's the thing that the got me. Issue. Okay, so, so here, here, here. At the end. So I, I, there's probably ways to explain this, sure. but when you start this, hey, it has G. Gordon Liddy in it. When you start this, and there's the bottle of nostalgia flying through the air. Flying through the air. When you have the the finish of uh, the previous yeah. issue, uh-huh. wherever she goes off, yeah. I'm wondering how the hell she got that bottle because she's like looking at it here she's got it in her hand here it's all on here whatever the heck else did she suddenly then she sees <gasps> she's there and then she turns around or whatever else did she suddenly slip it in the bag there i have no freaking clue where the hell it, the bottle I went I was just sitting so there. well i don't have no like freaking clue no i don't think so did, did she basically she brought her bag and everything with her and that i the, the thing is is that that thing's flying through the air was the assumption is is because she started falling on her ass out here with her bag that she brought along, and that yeah. the thing was in the bag, but maybe it, maybe it, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm reading that wrong, and maybe it was one of the things that when she zapped her, that thing being on the desk came along too, and now it's just flying through the air. I don't. Yeah, because she's at so. Mars and she looks. She's looking. She's grabbing that notebook, and then she grabs the bottle and tosses it. Well, she grabs the bottle at some point in time and tosses it. But yeah, that's all it is. Wherever it's at. So what do you do? He just kept making more bottles of it. I, I assumed know. it was in her bag, and I guess maybe there must be maybe it was. Uh, maybe several of them in her bag. I don't know. Sorry, it was just one of the one of few little things that kind of got me there because I was like, "What the hell is it? Keep showing me this nostalgia bottle. Where'd it come from?" And so that's when I went back to the other one. I was like, "Well, how the hell did she get it? Because well, she never like of, actually put it." A lot of things so. hit the floor. Yeah, yeah like, like every flashback has something hitting something. It does. Oh yeah, every flashback is something that's falling to breaking, breaking because because well, and it's a theme that's going on. You know, sure. I mean, suddenly she's realizing something that's really breaking her world down. Well, I think all those things in the bottle flying, all those pictures, are her throwing it at the thing. Are her throwing? Well, it. Well, she does catch it because she throws it at the end against that's, the thing. Yeah, I think these are. Interspersed throughout the whole story. story that oh, second where she threw it. The second just, that she threw it is because what he talks right about there. how all time is happening at the same time. Same time, yeah. And so maybe that's what I just love the part where he's like, "You're going to be crying at the end of this," and then she's like, "I'm, I'm not, not crying. crying," and then and she's then, crying, and then he tells her this, and then she's bawling. Well, because she suddenly starts figuring it out, though, that she's that who her dad is. Right. Well, I didn't really totally really remember well, that. I think she knows. No, she oh, figures she it out, out right, right here. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't totally remember that, and so as I'm reading it before they get to the big reveal, I'm like, "Was comedian her dad?" It kind of sounds like maybe she, like they're hinting at it, and at the end they totally like yeah lay a bear, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah he is." He okay. is. Yeah, I had forgotten that on some level. Oh, okay, but that does bring things around, especially in the back matter of this one. Yes, you know where they're talking. I did about... read all the back matter. Of this okay, one, well, that's like a lot of interviews with Sally, you know, her yeah. mom and things of that nature. And there's a, one interview in particular about uh, her position on rape or something like that oh, or whatever. Yeah. You know, would that fly at all today in today's culture at all? You know, type things, and especially with a I lot don't know that it would, but at the same time, it's like it's just a character in her opinion, right? It is. I don't but think he's saying that what she said is right. I think that's just what this character 
feels, well, but still feels. it's a very unpopular oh, totally. type of scenario, well, especially Here's what I don't get. But this is weird, too, because this is a different scenario, because he did attack her, and he then later on... Her. Right. He attacked her. He didn't actually rape her. But then they get together later willingly like, and yes. she has a kid yes. so yeah very true very and true. she says at the end but like she makes mention that like she was raped the first time <clears throat> you know yeah but i don't thing. think she was because i went back to that scene i know it's hard was. to tell but i thought i've always like... wondered that one too myself and i think and he I purposely said i know he tried i'll go home and i'll watch the movie it made the the, the scene in the book sure. almost makes it seem like there was a time lapse there you know, and that he didn't really show it. Or maybe it happened again later. I don't know. I mean, she, she pretty much lays it out there like, yeah, I was raped, you know, type things. And well, does yeah, she say even that? in the book, in the mm, book, I she says he wasn't. She was attacked. Attacked in that. In, in the assaulted. story, I mean, in the yeah. issue itself. They do talk about rape. I think she's referring to the attempted rape. Yeah. Right? Okay. I, I think it's more of an attempt, attempt attempted rape. That's how I took it. But I, your your opinion is valid. Here's my question: So she gets divorced from the guy. So because obviously, that's the thing. Her statement is, you know, rape is rape. There's no excuse for it. But I felt I felt like I contributed in some way. So it almost leads to the fact that yes, yes. I was raped, but I I had it coming. Yeah, know, but it sounds like she said the attempt. She had it coming. Like I don't, but there yeah, there's nothing anyway. there that says attempt. Well, no, I agree, so. but it's a good question. <laughs> what she says, but right, I don't know. But get back to my question. What was your question? So she's the daughter is remembering when she was five, so she's obviously born. She already had the relationship with the comedian. She's talking to the husband. So has it was the relationship before she got married to that guy? I don't think they had a relationship. I think they just had... But the daughter was already born, and she's confessing something to the, her husband, and the daughter's already five. I, I, I think, well, and that's the thing. There again, what did the... Did something happen because of the rape, you know, type things, and did she carry it anyway? I don't know. Or did they meet at some other no, point the in time and do that? I thought at know, some point things. they said that they actually had a relationship at some point. Like they actually I don't got know that I understood there was really much of a relationship. I think they do. I think they Did talk you? about it later, don't they? I thought so. It's either in the back matter or something. So no, I mean, like in later issues. Maybe like we don't resolve uh, it here. I don't know. I, I thought we did. I, anyway, I, so let's I say was they got more to... of the assumption that it was like a yeah. fling that they would get occasionally get together. Okay. You know, type things. So they did have some kind of relationship. So what, I guess in a way, let's yes. say that they did. They have an on and off again relationship, and she had a daughter, and she got divorced. Well, then that point where a comedian's like talking to her. His da her daughter, and she gets out of the car and says, "You don't have to talk to her." And why would she be mad if they had, if after he had attempted to rape her or raped her, they got back together a few times? Why would she react that way? You think if they'd gotten back together, she would have been kind of over it? I mean, maybe something happened the second time. Maybe, maybe something in there. Who knows? Well, then the comedians, she's when she and I think, him at I that think party, based off of he what says, "Would you rape you raped a woman?" He's like, "Once." Yes. Assuming that they had gotten the together other after times times, were other right. the other times that it wasn't exactly, but there well, may be some effect though of the fact that she knows, you know, that's her statement at the back, yeah. you know, that she knows that the comedian is maybe not the best of people, but that she's attracted to him anyway, yeah. and that she doesn't want her daughter to fall into the same holes as she did. You know, she may still feel guilt and some, 
you know, remorse for what she's done. I don't know, you know, yeah, and that, the attraction that she has to him. I have no so idea. So he says, she says, you have to force her into having sex against her will, and then he, he says, says only, only once. once. Yes, but she's so, but his her basically. Well, would, that's based on the book because she's only read the book, and Hollis maybe in the book maybe Hollis references that. Yeah, but your point is is the fact that Sally seems to... Lori's already born, and Sally is still giving the comedian shit. Right, You know, type of thing. They clearly have gotten together a few times since then. I don't understand I think something happened later. Could be. I mean, I'm sure they fell out again. That's probably true, because the comedian is not a... Yeah, I get that. I'm just saying man. It just seemed her reaction... I thought it was... If she was just mad about... The rape or attempted rape that didn't make sense because she obviously got over it enough yeah. to get back together that's true there's probably okay, some other things there. do they she give us an has... age of Lori? do we know how old she is in the she book? was Lori. Lori. No. well she was 16 when she met john and so, i don't know and I don't so you can start figure trying to figure some born. things there all right well I, but, there's just some wonky timeline stuff yeah i thought it was hilarious when you're reading this Daily World from 1939, and it's like shapely 18 year old redhead Sally Jupiter, and then they give her measurements. I saw Sally too. Has taken the yeah. Lurie mysterious moniker of Silk Spectre. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. What, God. Well, at that point, she had she that one guy was already her agent, the guy she married, right? Yeah, yeah. that's okay. true too. Yeah. Uh, there's some weird timeline stuff there that I don't quite fully grasp. Quite yeah. Consolidate, but it's all good. But still, it's your favorite. It it's interesting, I guess. Aside chapter? from aside from all the rape and the heavy stuff, let's get to the other heavy stuff. Like I thought it was interesting because, you know, Doctor Manhattan is a freaking crazy anyway. Because he's like everything's happening. I know everything that's gonna happen. He's like, but let's do it anyway. And then he's like, well, I'm, I don't care about the human race. And then Sally somehow talks. I'm him surprised into that it. you're sleeping with Dan. Right. But what? You just said you, you, just said said you knew it. But I mean, in the, in the bigger scope of things, like he's dead set on letting the world end, like yeah, take care of is. itself. And then she talks to him and he's like, okay, fine, let's go. But doesn't he just do that because she gets all upset? I don't think so. Because she wouldn't. Don't he don't know. give two shits. He does care about he's, Lori. That's only, he says that. That's the only thing he cares about is Lori. Yeah, so I think she gets upset because he... Which is ultimately her. what turns him at, at the end because he goes, oh, I do care about you and you know the odds of all this type of stuff. Heck, that's almost, you know, you know, it's a hell of a low percentage to, yeah. for all this stuff to happen to get you. Hmm. I guess well, you know, the human race is worth it. Well, yeah, because he's, <laughs> he's talking about Well, I like that, that part where it says like, you know, the miracle of life. Exactly. And like, yeah. and like, you know, we don't, we take it for granted and so maybe it is worth saving. Cause that's right. Yeah, life. and you, that's a very good way to put it. That Ultimately, at the end of the day, so that's what that's got where, him That's to, what turns him. It's that's not right. Lori. It's, but it is Lori. Uh, I think well, it is Lori. I agree. Because he feels, so, he sees her getting upset and then he cares for her and then he thinks about it a little and more. That's right. He thinks about the, I think the, it's like, I think right. Lori, it, yeah, I think Lori is what actually gets him thinking about the miracle of life. Because of how much he does care about her, and the yeah. fact that she's upset, and things of that nature. Gotcha. Man, I didn't get that at all. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's why we're talking about <laughs> it. That's why our timeline of of uh, the other Sally and uh, comedian's relationship. Oh, yeah, uh, that is a messy thing, though. You've got it. I mean, somebody's done it. You just have to Google it. I'm sure <laughs> that's probably like Wikipedia true. or probably. something. You know what's weird? Like, 
you you would think like you know everything's online. There's yeah. some things you try to look up and you just can't fucking find them. Like it's it frustrates enough. the shit out of me. But anyway. You must look for some really weird porn. <laughs> I'll, I'll it's not porn, but I'll. If you want it, okay. So, so. I, got, I got sucked back into the uh, Robservation podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I was listening to it, and he was telling the story. Do we want to end it and do this after? Or do you want to end the podcast? I don't care because I'm going to tell you stories. Anyway. How long is this story going to take? Um, five. Two minutes, five minutes. Um, five minutes? <laughs> two minutes. Between story two is and five. This? I just get to the point. So he was talking about, like, <laughs> he did a series that was called, um, excuse me, comic book. Um, Kayfabe? No, comic book. Um, oh, my God. Uh, like, Alan Moore versus the world. Okay. And Todd McFarlane versus Rob Liefeld. Okay. And different things. Well, sure. there was one he was talking about. And for some reason, he was talking about they did a they were doing a, a tie-in, and the way that the founding fathers worked when they started out was like if if Eric Larson wanted to use Youngblood in Savage Dragon, okay. there were no written contracts like Eric Larson is allowed to use Shaft in two pages of this and blah blah. He just called him up on the phone and said, "Hey, dude, can I use Youngblood in Savage Dragon?" Sure, no problem. And then a month later, he'd be like, hey, can I use Savage Dragon and Youngblood? Like, sure, no problem. Well, there was this deal where, like, he was talking, and he wouldn't name names, and he hinted around in it. It was a big crossover that they did, and they talked to a creator who worked with another guy who was the artist, and they gave him the promotion. They asked him permission, and they said yes. And then they went through um, the solicitations, and they presented it to him, and they said yes. And then they did the story, and every issue they told him, and they said yes. And then the book came out, and they were going to go to a trade paperback. And then he gets a call from a lawyer, and he says, Oh, yeah, uh, X, Y, and Z is suing you because you use their character illegally, and they want compensation for it. Yeah. And it turned out that whoever... I wanted to find out who this dude was. Yeah. Did you find out? No, because he wouldn't name him, and he said the reason that the guy wanted the money all of a sudden was because he was in another country, which I assumed was Mexico, and he got stopped at the border because he had drugs. And so they arrested him, and they wouldn't let him back into America until he paid this money or whatever, so that's why he was suing him. So I'm like, this is like 95, 96. What comic book creator that worked for Image, or had a book through Image, got arrested on drug charges in Mexico and was banned from coming back into the country. Joe Benitez. And what character was it? So uh, I did a quick Google search. I couldn't find shit about some... Huh. Ask 19, the cartoonist kayfabe. 1996 dude Those that got have. charged for drugs and banned from the United States who had a beef with Rob Liefeld. Hmm. Interesting. So, anyway. So, who knows what Substack is? I have heard of it. I sort of understand I it. I'm like, All right, Substack, it's getting very confusing. Substack is a subscription newsletter. So, like, you, some writer starts a newsletter, and you subscribe, and then they email you the newsletter. Some of the artists are doing it, too, though. So, um, for some reason, Substack is trying to build up their audience. So, they so gave, is Substack a website? It that is allows the website. it. That yeah, allows it's these creators mm -hmm. and basically so you can create an account. You can 
Will you let me tell me even what Substack is without interrupting me? So it's a website, and you can like subscribe, and then you can get all the feeds in one website as well. Like there's a reader, and it can show you all the newsletters from everybody you subscribe to. Okay. And you can create an account or whatever. Well, I think they're trying to build up their brand. Substack is so they've taken, they've given all these grants to these comic book creators to create exclusive content for their newsletter Substack, and the grants are like in six figures type of stuff. Really. And, Scotty Young, and so. then the creator then has to give Substack, because now you can have paid subscriptions too to the newsletter and get exclusive content. So the creators then have to give all their subscription money to Substack for like the first year. So then Substack wants them to build up like an audience for their newsletters, you know, with subscriptions. They have to give them all the money, but they got the money up front, the grant money to help pay back Substack or whatever. Okay. So Jonathan Hickman joined two artists. I don't know if you know Mike Huddleston or Mike Del Mundo. But they've done different books with him. He started one. He's creating this whole concept world that he's creating, and then he's going to let different artists kind of play in it and tell different stories within this world. And so he created one. It's paid. Scotty Young came up with a paid Substack. Is that why he's bringing back IP? Yeah, he's going to bring it back, and I think he's going to do some of it through Substack. Okay. And then he's going to put it out in print afterwards. So he'll do it digital okay. through the newsletter people, and then, you know. And then uh, just today, Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman announced that they have a Substack. And Donny Cates is going to do multiple books, and Ryan Stegman is the artist on one of those books. And then uh, James Tinian IV, who does that We Are Killing the Children, he said he's not doing Batman anymore. He's dropping Batman, and he's going to just do Substack. Wow. For the foreseeable, and do all this stuff through Substack. Uh, Scott Snyder started Substack, but it's not his books. It's actually a writing class. And so mm -hmm. it's like a year of subscription. The subscription is usually like eight bucks a month, eight, seven bucks a month, or like 80 bucks for a year or whatever. Or you can get in on the ground floor and be one of the first 100 people. There's like a founder tier. A founder like tier. 250 bucks. For a bunch of money, and you could get like exclusive covers for comics. Yeah, there's all sorts of rewards this. and stuff. So my but question... All digitally or all... Or actually, uh, some well, are physical rewards. Physical rewards? Yes. This is my question. Are they going to yes. be some of those non-fungible tokens, NFTs? So... Start going around? Not yet. So all this That's stuff seen. that they're creating on this Substack or digital. Yes. I don't like digital. I understand. Am I going to be able to get yeah. this shit? Everything will come out in eventually print? in print. At least right now. Yeah, they said, why, why wouldn't they? It's double dipping, right? They're already getting paid to create it. Right. So if they put out print for people who don't want to subscribe or read it there, then you will eventually be able to. Who's it going to come out of print through? Whoever they yeah, want. Yeah, and like Scotty Young says he's going to do it through Image. Cause he said he's going to do I Hate Fairyland through Image. image so he's yeah. bringing I Hate Fairyland back? See, I he haven't is. heard this. Yeah, he's but bringing he's not it back, but he's not going to draw it. He's just going to be the writer. And he brought, he's bringing somebody else in. I can't remember what the Brett, name is. Brett Parsons. No, there you go. So are they, are they, but he's got the original inker and uh, colorist. No, and colorist. they don't. Subsect doesn't have any rights to the material at all. Okay. But yes, he's going to go with it digitally first and then bring it into print through image was what I had read. So what's the point of just to get it early on digital? Yeah, is yeah. that the point of Substack? I think so. It sounds like it. Or a big if, chunk of if you want to read Tenyon's fucking daily well the blog diary it, the diary is usually free like you can subscribe and read that right it's only the exclusive do you have a Substack account i do i created one i actually subscribed to the hickman one because i'm a hickman junkie but i haven't subscribed to any other ones but so, for you just picking the one person do you then pay eight dollars a month or something like that to to be subscribed to him yeah to his okay. newsletter 
And so if you were to pick Scotty Young, you pay another I'd pay $8? I'd another $80 to... Or, or I think he's 70 but Okay, yeah. but something to that effect. So sure. it's for each creator you're mm-hmm. paying this You're paying for each new this amount. It's not like you can get a package deal. No, and go no, in. they're all individual. Okay. Yeah. But I just was amazed at how many hit all at once. It's like, it seems like they'd be... because they all got these damn six-figure They got deals. the grants, but yeah. it seems like they'd do better if they kind of rolled them out a little slower. Because, I mean, it's going to be a huge hit. It's like, oh, I like Scotty Young. Oh, I like this guy. Oh, I like this guy. Well, I'm not going to commit a bunch of money all at once. But whoever's doing this will. I, I, I don't get it at all. Well, like, I don't Hickman, Hickman really sold it with his initial pitch. Like, I don't know if you read that. No. But it made it sound, like, super cool. And so that's why I jumped in. Because he said, yeah, I'm going to create stuff here. Eventually, we'll put out books, but really they'll probably be like nice hardcover type books. But he said, "I'm mostly gonna." He's like, "What I?" He's like, "When Diamond would stop publishing last year during the pandemic, he started thinking about, you know, what did I like about comics? So I liked, you know, the format of comics was somewhat weird, and the fact that you had solicitations, you always knew what was gonna come in this whole pre-ordering system. He's like, here." I can just drop content whenever. It can be two pages, it can be five pages, it can be whatever. You don't know what's coming until you get it, and then it's like a surprise, and you don't know where the story's going to go. It could be a different format. It could be a different Well, it explains page why my count. email's gotten, you yeah, know, but, pinged by Skype. And so it's like, so it'll kind of bring like back the spontaneity the last, of It's the same shit that Kirkman, Kirkman has been hounding. Yeah, he did, Kirkman does weird stuff like that, too. But, I mean, Hickman says, sounds like he's pretty committed to just, you know, doing his creator-owned stuff this way and kind of just creating a different feel. And we'll see. Like I said, it's a it's a gamble. Like I said, you're it, paying eight dollars. So what have you gotten this fucking month? Everything I've gotten so far has been free. It's the stuff that you can get without paying anything. So you paid him eight dollars to get this free shit that you didn't have to pay him eight dollars so far. But I think when the comics actually start coming, they will be exclusive. Right now, it's just all like concept drawings. So I, I, I'm not bagging oh, on this. No. I'm just trying to understand. Totally. So it's like web comics, but you're paying for them. Yeah. So he might drop a page from Del Mundo on yeah. one day, and then he'll drop a page. Like it's like it it's like Patreon. It is a little bit it's because like a different version of Patreon. Piscor is like I gotta drop new strips of yeah. Red Room every Tuesday or whatever. Correct. If you want to get Patreon, right away, yeah. if you want. Totally. So it's. It's going to be like that, but I'll yeah. be able to get it in print. I don't... I don't know. Oh. Cool. Anyway, that's all I had. All right. you, you done? I'm done. All right. Ah. I'm so done.